Welcome to the takeover edition of the WWE podcast mailbag. Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan are back to respond to all of your emails and messages. Yours truly will be responding to the voicemails. So a bit of a tag team, if you will, for tonight's mailbag and really looking forward to this. We've been talking about it for weeks and I appreciate everybody who was sending in their emails. Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan really enjoyed it and I think you are going to enjoy their responses as well. So this will be continuing every single pay-per-view week for the foreseeable future. So every pay-per-view week, they're going to be doing the mailbag just prior. So uh, continue to send those in every week, but uh, specifically on those uh, pay-per-view weeks. So everybody, thank you so much. And uh, we're going to get everything started. But first, a word from our sponsor. Have you searched for yourself online lately? What did you find? The last thing you need is your home address and phone number readily available on the web to stalkers, debt collectors, and Karens. You need privacy pros. Privacy Pros works by pairing you one-on-one with a data specialist, monitoring over 160 sites, removing your information, and sending quarterly reports. Let Privacy Pros get their hands dirty so you don't have to. Visit privacypros.com slash wrestling. That's privacypros.com slash wrestling for more information. Start this new year off clean with Privacy Pros, the premier professional opt-out services. Let's talk about supplements for just a minute. The market of supplements is overcrowded, right? It's oversaturated. There's too many to choose from. You just don't know which one you want. You don't know which one's effective, what has potential harmful side effects. Well, I have one that I can tell you with confidence is not only not going to give you any of those negative side effects, but also will provide you with the energy that's sustainable. It doesn't have those crashes. And the product I'm talking about is called Energy Boost. It's from a company called Vitali Boost, and they sell a bunch of other great products. But you can check out the website at vitaliboost.com. That's V-I-T-A-L-I boost.com. So what makes Energy Boost so great? Well, it's made from natural, clinically researched ingredients that include caffeine, B vitamins, and other energy-stimulating nutrients. And it's perfect whether you're working out, gaming, studying, or during those intimate times with your partner. Not only does Energy Boost give you sustained, powerful energy, it's also specifically formulated to avoid those negative effects that I was talking about that some people experience with just consuming caffeine alone. I'm a massive coffee drinker. I can tell you the crash is no fun, right? We all know that. Those of us that are Starbucks affectionados or um, wherever you may get your coffee, we all know what that does. This is not going to give you that crash. And Vitality Boost, by the way, is a leader in the supplement uh, energy market. And customers absolutely love them. Right now, they have a 92% five-star review on Judge Me. It's a third-party review platform that only accepts reviews from verified purchases. So you know they're not just creating these manufactured, uh, manufactured reviews. These are real people reviewing the product, honestly. And 92% is a, an amazing, amazing uh, five-star rating review. So... Check out Energy Boost today, risk-free. You can go to VitaliBoost.com. Again, that's V-I-T-A-L-I Boost.com. You use our promo code WWE for a discount. But if you're interested in learning a little bit more about the science behind Energy Boost, visit my Vitali Boost's health guide at VitaliBoost.com. Uh, again, V-I-T-A-L-I Boost.com. And right there, you'll find information from peer-reviewed academic journals about the active ingredients in all of Vitali Boost supplements. All of these supplements, by the way, are made in the United States. That's cool. And a reminder, go to vitaliboost.com 
and use our promo code WWE. You'll get a discount on the Energy Boost and all of their other great supplements. So don't miss out, guys. Go check out Energy Boost. And again, it's VitaliBoost.com. V-I-T-A-L-I Boost.com. This is WWE superstar Drew McIntyre, and you're listening to the WWE Podcast. One that everybody wants me. You're gonna acknowledge me. Welcome to the WWE Podcast Mailbag, and tonight is a little bit different in a good way where Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling fan are back and will continue to to, to uh, be on this show as part of the TakeOver every single pay-per-view week until they want to no longer, which means whenever they want to leave. <laughs> I mean, we're certainly not going to kick them off. You guys love them. I love them. They're, they're such a joy to listen to, and I really do appreciate the time they take to answer your guys' emails. And we do have quite a handful of them for you guys to uh, listen to and have them respond to on the second half of this show. Uh, but in reverse order, I'll be doing the voicemails first and then the main event, which is really why you're here. Not for me, but for them is going to be in the second half of the show. So if you're tired of hearing my voice, you don't want to hear the voicemails. and You're just like, yeah, hell with you. I want to hear Mr. 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 and Mrs. Casual Wrestling fan. Then, yeah, just kind of skip ahead. Uh, I'm not encouraging you to for my own ego. Stay right here. Don't you move. Don't skip. Do, don't do it. You hit that skip button. You're, you're going to go to your room. Don't do it. All right. Good. You're still here. Okay, uh, with my empty threads out of the way, we're going to get to the voicemails in just one moment. But I want to let you know, Spotify now allows ratings. They just did it. And uh, I'd encourage you to give us a five-star rating on Spotify if you want to, which is really not a a request. It's more of a demand. So hit the five stars now. Um, It's it's not me kindly asking. I'm I'm in a hell of a mood tonight. Um, But, of course, you guys can rate us whatever you want. you know, I do appreciate everybody who takes the time to rate us, even those that are negative reviews. It's fine. You know, I, I do appreciate the time. It means you care enough to you, you feel passionately enough one way or the other. And so Spotify has opened up ratings for the first time. I'd encourage you to do it. Get that get that rating up for us. It does help us out on and on Apple podcast as well. So uh, thank you, everybody who has done that. And yes, my cheap plug of go ad free sales coming to a close. Ninety nine cents on Apple podcasts. Get it in while it's hot. It's going to close soon. Click the ad-free button on Apple Podcasts before the sale goes away. And the same thing on Patreon. Join us for the day one pay-per-view. That's going to be, I think, a big show. I think it's going to be bigger than most people realize for the day one pay-per-view. Starting out 2022 the right way and getting on Patreon to join us on the Discord server. All the patrons have access to the Discord server. So uh, consider joining us there. Search for us, the WWE Podcast on Patreon. Lots of other perks as well, including merchandise if you go up high enough in the tiers. Okay, enough of that. Let's get to the voicemails in reverse order here. And again, Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan will be back in the second half of this show. So let's get to, yeah, you guessed it. You know what time it is. It is time for Mr. DJ Kuzma. We're going to the DJ booth, guys. Here we go. WWE 
podcast world. This is none other than DJ Kuzmo back at it again on your mailbag show. Recording to you live once again on a Tuesday evening. And I hope you all had a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays. But we are just a few days away from 2022. Are you ready for one of the biggest years of your life? One of the best years that you could put your dreams out there and achieve it because Damn, it's going to be one exciting year for us pro wrestling fans. This year overall, 2021, has been an awesome year. Like I mentioned, the biggest return of all, the return of the pro wrestling fans, the soul of professional wrestling, and just to see the fans back, just to hear the crowd roar, not that piped-in noise crap that we still get nowadays from the WWE, but real live fans, hearing their voices, hearing their boos and their chairs for their for their heels and their baby faces. It's all what pro wrestling is all about, the soul of professional wrestling. But now I just want to talk about this beloved podcast. This is my two-year anniversary of discovering this beloved podcast, the WWE unofficial, official, unofficial, official podcast that I discovered late 2019 when I heard Matt rant about Roman Reigns needing to turn heel, and from that episode, I was hooked. I was hooked to this podcast, and I listened to every show, the NXT show, the AEW show, and all everybody that has put in their time and effort to make this great podcast uh, a run oil machine as you continue every single week putting out awesome content for the listeners like myself and everybody that has enjoyed being a part of Patreon. And speaking of Patreon, I have not been paid by Matt to make this promo ad, but I'm going to say, folks, it's still the holiday season. And if you are tired of those sicko commercials and ads interrupting your, your wrestling content, but damn god almighty i want you to subscribe to patreon it's just a dollar a month and if you need sponsorship if you need assistance i will sponsor you a dollar whether you use venmo or cash app or even bitcoin i will sponsor you to help you out with that one dollar a month subscribe to patreon but just to uh come back to i just want to dial it back just a little bit Speaking of anniversaries, of course, this was the second year anniversary of me discovering this beloved podcast. This also is the one year anniversary of my debut on the mailbag. Just to hear my thoughts and share my opinions of what's happened on the pro wrestling tip last year after the many months of me uh, uh, messaging Matt on Twitter and sending him emails and finally getting a chance to jump on this platform to say my two cents. I am so happy for what this podcast has done for each and every one of us, how everybody, even all of the hosts, all of the listeners, everybody that comes on on a regular basis on the mailbag. I'm talking about the crisis. I'm talking about the Kyles, the Kevin Hill Kyle character and the regular Kyle character and even uh, Justin from Maryland, even the guy that started it all, Randy the Patron. And of course, everybody, Memphis Mark, Amanda Jett that does the news brief, even my guy, Michael Ritter that does the Smackdown review, Zach that does the, uh, I guess you could say the 2.0 and 2.0 review 
and of course Mimi that does the AEW and of course none other than the crisis that fills in for, for Mimi for the AEW show also Anthony DeMarco that does the rivalries every time I listen to the rivalries it's like a bedtime story it's like going back into the time machine and reliving one of your favorite moments whether from the attitude era whether from the rootless aggression era and even from the current product today Always great to hear Anthony DeMarco on the rivalries. And, of course, the what a show that you, uh, that Matt and, uh, and Anthony DeMarco do. Awesome. Awesome. I just hope for great things to happen, to continue to happen for this podcast family as we try to crack that top 10, that beloved top 10. Move out of the way to all of the other big name podcasts. You know all the other big name wrestling podcasts out there. But this truly was a great year just to see the fans back, the return, the most anticipated return of CM Punk after the many years of being away. I'm talking about Brock Lesnar making his return at SummerSlam. Becky Lynch making her return. Bianca Belair winning the Royal Rumble and, of course, winning the SmackDown Women's title. And, of course, Kenny Omega, the belt collector that he was, just winning championships after championships. And the overall, the overall feel. It's not just about the WWE anymore, folks, even though that's the name of this podcast. Everybody, all of the other wrestling promotions, everybody is getting a chance. Everybody is getting an opportunity just to be part of the lifestyle of being a pro wrestler, of being a pro wrestling fan. And it's something that you always look forward to every single week. What's going to happen on Dynamite? What's going to happen on SmackDown with the awesome continuation of Roman Reigns? And how the whole scenario with him and Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar. And of course, what's going to happen even on the other shows and on the other pay-per-views. But this is, like I said, this is a great time to be a wrestling fan. And I am so glad to be a part of this podcast, family. And if you need help, once again, you need to subscribe to Patreon. If you have not subscribed to Patreon, I wish everybody a happy new year. All of the best in 2022, whatever goals that you are putting on that piece of paper to achieve. I hope that you do achieve it next year. All the best, peace, and I will talk to you all in 2022. Well, DJ, thank you so much for all of those compliments and thoughts and ambitions for this show. We are certainly also on that same mindset of trying to crack that top 10. Not easy. I mean, we crack the top 50 like once a month, get into the 40s, and then get knocked back down to like 60s, 70s, 80s at times, and then spike back up to the 50s and 40s. It's not easy. I mean, we hover around 50 to 55. That's about where we have lived for several months, and uh, it's it's not not easy. Not easy. We all know who the big names are. We all know what they are, what they bring to the table, and the built-in audiences that they bring with them. Austin's podcast, Jericho's podcast, bring hundreds of thousands of listeners because of who they are and the stardom that they bring right off the bat. So it's hard when they're five miles ahead, right, to begin with. And now you have the other ones, too. You have the other ones that have been here for decades and decades and decades. And it's it's not easy, but uh, we're working on it. You know, we're working on some bigger things in 2022 and looking at trying to bring on guests. I'm not saying guest co-hosts, but rather people to interview. Uh, actual wrestlers, I mean, WWE wrestlers is would be a nice thing to do. <laughs> it's not easy to do because you got to have connections. You have to uh, sometimes pay a hefty fee. 
Um, and also they have to get approval by the office. It's, it's not an easy thing to do, but I mean, even independent wrestlers or retired wrestlers are really what we're going to be focusing on instead of just, uh, just me commentating or ranting about things. And, uh, while some of you enjoy that, others don't, I think that changing it up with interviews and things like that, that's on the table. I'll let you guys in on that for 2022 of what we are looking to do. Um, but you know, I, I have to say that, you know, and you, you know, dates way better than I do. I mean, to know that this was your one year anniversary of being on the mailbag to also know that this is your two year anniversary of discovering this show. That's pretty cool. I mean, I I'm terrible with dates, so I'm glad that you know your anniversary dates for this show. And I also appreciate the Patreon plug because yes, I know there are, there are ads on the show that are a pain right in the neck. I said it at the beginning of the show, right? We have sponsors for the show. We have just the programmatic ads that get stuck in about every 10 minutes. And I think for a dollar a month on Patreon or Apple Podcasts, you can subscribe there directly to. It's a kind of a steal. I mean, it really is. And I'm trying to give it to you guys. That's the cheapest price I can possibly offer, actually. Apple Podcasts will let me go less than a dollar. And Patreon will not let me go less than a dollar. So I am at the bare minimum price to get people ad free because I know how much of a hindrance it can be and it ruins your listening experience. But hey, why would you not want to monetize your work, right? I mean, so that's just kind of the way things go. But on to other things other than just myself. But thank you, DJ. The 2021, looking back on the year, I'm trying to do a year in review with day one. Now on Saturday, I'm going to probably do a prediction show, maybe midday tomorrow during my actual work day. Don't tell my boss. Um, I'm working from home right now. I'm going to be doing, hopefully, recording the preview show and prediction show midday tomorrow uh, and releasing it for day one. But also, I wanted to do a 2021 year in review, like top five moments. I can't promise anything. Obviously, time's running out with just a couple days left of 2021. But uh, you're right, DJ. I think the biggest moment, one of, is probably the return of the fans. Maybe that would be a number one. You know, if I were to think about and do doing an actual top five list. That is one of the biggest moments of return of the fans. I can't express enough. As you said, the soul, that's exactly what they are of pro wrestling. Uh, They exactly are that. And to hear the fans back is, you know, something that we're, I think, starting to take for granted again, but realizing what we went through for 18 months, I think 15 months really in WWE from April or rather March 16th of 2020 to mid July of 2021. uh, This was awesome uh, to hear fans back. So certainly no, Uh, nobody should take fans in attendance for granted again. But uh, yes, thank you, DJ. And yes, it is a good time to be a wrestling fan. Fans are back. Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, CM Punk. You go down the list. You know, we have returning Bailey, returning Asuka on the way. We've got some great, great things to talk about. And um, as a wrestling fan, it's certainly no, no shortage of things, I think, in 2022 to get excited about. Um, I also know I was going to lead with this, but... I didn't. And this has nothing to do with your comments, DJ, about Tony Storm being released. That came across my feed today. Very surprised about this. This seems as if it was of Tony Storm's own doing. It does not seem it was one of WWE's famous quote unquote budget cuts that they've been trying to feed us as budget cuts for the last, you know, year with their insane amount of releases. This seemed to be of Tony Storm's own doing. Do we know the reason why? No. This is according to Fightful, Sean Sapp of Fightful, and a very credible source there. So I do right now. I'm going to be taking it at face value. Apparently, she requested her release from WWE, and they granted it. It was not, again, WWE doing this to Tony Storm. So those that want to get angry at Vince or angry at WWE, this one is probably on Tony. 
That said, we still don't know the reason why. We don't know the reason why Tony Storm decided to take her ball and go home. Perhaps she wants to pursue other avenues. She, maybe she thinks AEW is a better place to go. Maybe she just wants to get out of wrestling altogether. Or maybe it's such a toxic environment and micromanaged, stressful environment. She doesn't want to be there and feels that her position on the roster, the way that she's been portrayed on TV, is not the way that she should be portrayed. Perhaps. These are all speculate, uh, speculative conclusions we don't know right now. But right now, all we do know is that she requested her release. WWE granted it. Taking, I'm taking Fightful at their uh, face value. So, Okay, well, DJ, thank you again, my friend, and looking forward to 2022, helping grow the show. Not easy to do in a wrestling podcast, uh, crowded space, but we're working on it. So, all right, let's continue on with our next voicemail. Hey, guys, this is Memphis Mark calling in from Mullet Manor. And uh, had an interesting meeting, uh, was doing a little, uh, um, okay, I'm fat and I'm getting back into shape, but doing a little uh, getting ready for to start a little training. And uh, met a gentleman that was actually a uh, student of a gentleman named Mr. Martinez in Queens or outside of Queens. He was giving me burrows, but I'm not up on all that. Um, and um, anyway... Uh, uh, Mr. Martinez, that was his teacher, had a son that uh, won two national championships in, in uh, karate and, uh, 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 you know, was having a tough time at the, at, at, for a long while uh, getting the use of English, and then he mastered it and uh, was a real big collector in hand-to-hand weapons, which I happen to have a few that he was looking to buy. Uh, and uh, had gotten into wrestling and debuted in, I believe he said, uh, 2015 for Ring of uh, Honor, uh, ended up being Damian Priest. And apparently his father, and Damian Priest's, I guess so we can anybody can look it up, is Luis Martinez, uh, went by the Punisher Martinez, apparently in a Ring of Honor, and got his start there. But uh, apparently he's a legit bad-to-the-bone young man. Uh, his father is a legit legit. I can promise you that. Uh, so just a little past history on some of our future stars. Uh, Going to listen to Tuesday night's uh, podcast. Uh, uh, hopefully I'll be flying. I've got to go down to New Orleans, and then I've got a couple other stops to make. But uh, we'll definitely be listening. Uh, and may make one more comment before uh, Wednesday's mailbag debut. But as always, folks, thank you very much. Thanks to Matt and everybody involved, Michael, Michael, <laughs> Gross and Ritter, and, uh, and everyone that's involved, thank you very much. Remember to spay and neuter your animals. And uh, thank you, everyone. Good night. Well, Memphis Mark, Memphis Mark, uh, such a great, great person to hear from and uh, looking forward to being able to reconnect with him and uh, a bunch of other co-hosts. I've got a whole list backlogged waiting to talk to once my own personal sleep schedule gets back on track with uh, little ones. But uh, Mark, I think you mean spaying and to your, ki- uh, your kids, right? Your children. That's how I read it. I mean, I, I don't know what you mean by spaying and neutering animals. That doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't compute. I'm pretty sure you meant to say spay and neuter your children because uh, that that is very important. 
that is very important. Um, okay. Well, yes, uh, Memphis Mark, thank you for giving us that story. Nobody, I can guarantee right now listening in the sound of my voice, knew about that. I, don't, I really don't believe that. I mean, that is something that really only comes with uh, a personal experience and a personal story that you shared with us. And that's really cool to hear. And Damian Priest, uh, you know, being skilled in hand-to-hand combat and his father being a legit badass, totally believe it. The guy looks legit. I mean, he looks on screen like, you know, he could really do some damage. And his presence, his confidence, everything about him just screams he's legit, and I, I buy it. And I appreciate you being able to share with the fans and listeners of this show. Or maybe I should just call it the WWE Podcast Universe. Oh, my God. If I ever say that and mean it, just unsubscribe immediately. Just just stop listening. Boycott the show. Give me one-star ratings and cancel me. Like, I, I want the cancel mob to come after me if I ever say that in like and mean it. <laughs> but... I really appreciate that, Mark. Uh, you know, your insight and stories and everything else are so fun to listen to because we don't get a whole lot of people that get to provide that information to us. Many people just, you know, give us rants and comments. I, that's what I do all day, right? And and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but yours is such a unique perspective, and I appreciate it. So, Mark, anytime you want to give us a history lesson or give us a, a story like that, by all means, please call in. And I uh, hope you and your family enjoyed Christmas and enjoy the new year coming up in just a couple of days. And then everybody gets ready to you and uh, your family get ready to, to blast into 2022 and that, uh, you, you know, everything's going well with you. So, um, all right. Thank you, Mark. Thank you so much. And let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, it's Kyle from Baltimore. Um, I just want to talk about the stuff that happened on raw and this day one itself for, like what are they go what what are you gonna do with these top matches? Because I think of I think about you know what with, with Raw last night it kind of sucked because there was no one there they couldn't hype up the pay per view more because the two matches that that is the top matches on Raw is the Raw vs Championship match and the Fatal Four Way for the WWE Championship and you know neither you know all all the top names were not there at least that I cared about and so with them how are they going to I'm sure how they're going to do the pay-per-view now at this point. You know, even even Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. You know, that's an, that's also a concern because of because of Roman Reigns' safety. You know, I'm going to be at that uh, WWE Live event. I think I think the Snapped Up House show on Wednesday. So that's tomorrow, and so I I don't know if he's going to be there or not. So that's going to be a concern. Or, or really interesting to see what's going to happen when I go to that show uh, tomorrow. But if I were the pay-per-view, I'm kind of worried about the pay-per-view now because of, again, the top names that on Raw, on Raw that weren't there who are in big matches on Saturday. So, I don't know. Um, what do you think about that entire situation with Raw and the pay-per-view itself? Because I'm kind of a little worried about it. It's very bad time to head into a pay-per-view. It would have been bad time in general, but this is bad time because it headed to a pay-per-view, and it's like, oh, so... Kyle, good question. And I thought the same thing. I just didn't bring it up. I wasn't smart enough to about the the quarantine and okay. So-and-so contracted uh, tested positive rather for COVID. Now what about the pay-per-view, right? Like what happens? Well, just recently the CDC did provide guidance for those who are asymptomatic or their symptoms are lessening that they only have to quarantine for five days. Um, and those that are vaccinated, 
don't have to quarantine at all if they come into contact with somebody who has potentially had COVID. Now, a lot of these rules don't make you know sense to me. If you ask me, I think some of this is politically motivated, given that the 2020 term midterm elections are coming up and perhaps they want things to be perceived as better than they are rather than just uh, having a red wave you know, spew over Washington. That said, um, that, that's just my personal opinion. Now, that said, though, I mean, the rules are what they are right now, or at least the guidance from the CDC. How does that affect wrestling? Well, I think that if they tested positive for COVID, say on Saturday, and they are quarantining for five days, they don't have any symptoms or their symptoms are lessening, then they could make the pay-per-view. I also don't think the WWE would continue to say that the pay-per-view match is going to happen if they felt that the quarantine time or whatever, uh, that they would not be able to participate in the match, that they would have said it would have continued. I mean, they went on as if it was happening. Nobody was pulled from the match or from the card at the pay-per-view. Nobody was, nothing was altered. It was just people sending in video promos from their phones, which I would have done too. And they did the best they could with what they had. They, they, were, they were relying on a lot of video packages. Kevin Owens carried the entire load of the, the main event promotion on his shoulders. And I think did as good of a job as you could have expected, given there was 25% of the main event guys actually in the building. If, you know, if I was in, in the building too, paying for a ticket, I would have been kind of pissed, but it's not WWE's fault. It's nobody's fault. It's COVID's fault. Um, so blame the virus, but that said, yeah, I hear you, Kyle. And you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some last minute, no show. I shouldn't say no shows. There's last, some last minute adjustments that asterisks of cards subject to change may apply here. If the COVID, uh, situation doesn't improve for the people who are supposed to be in the matches, obviously you don't want to put the other stars at risk. You don't want to put the fans at risk. You have to make sure that you, it is a safe environment. And I would assume and hope that WWE is taking this seriously. And that they're not just going to trot somebody out there with the hopes and, and prayers that, oh, cross our fingers that no one else, no one contracts it from this person, yet they're not really off quarantine yet. But with the CDC guidance changing just recently, things seem to be maybe more in favor for WWE and their performers being able to make the, main, make the uh, event. Now, uh, as far as, you know, you're feeling that they didn't do a great job promoting the event, you know, that's sub uh, subjective. I think they did actually a pretty good job on Monday night, given the lack of resources that they had. I think they really did it, put on a decent show. But also, WWE has, over the last several months to years now, really just kind of put the pay-per-view uh, pay importance and sanctity behind them. I mean, they have bastardized championship matches. You get them on a weekly basis on Raw and SmackDown, including the top championships that are often promoted on shows that are on free TV. Uh, so the, the, the specialness for lack of a better term of pay-per-views where championship matches are only done on pay-per-views is gone. I mean, the pay-per-views don't feel as big and important as they used to. I think a lot of it due to declining TV ratings, actual competition from AEW. And yes, they are true competition. I don't want to hear that they're not. They are. I went into a, a long explanation, which I won't bore with you here now that they truly are competition. Um, and, and, you know, also their deal with Peacock, I think had a lot to do with how they view pay-per-views because they got their money. What do they care about if they build up the pay-per-view just to get a few more views? They already got their money from Peacock and they, they're, they've, they're sitting on it in the bank. So I think there's not really in, any incentive for WWE to es essentially promote the pay-per-view outside of buys. Apparently you can still buy pay-per-views. I don't know who's doing that, but it's a very small subset of people. So, yes, they have that revenue stream, but 
for all intents and purposes, that's been erased by the streaming service and streaming culture that we're in now that happened over the last five to 10 years. So yeah, Kyle, um, I hear your concern. I'm glad you brought it up. I think we'll still go ahead as planned, given that everybody follows CDC guidance and WWE has, uh, you know, making sure everybody's either tested negative or has uh, done the mandatory five days of quarantine and their symptoms are not or, or are, are getting better or improving. So, all right, let's get to the next voicemail here. What's up, WWE Podcast World? This is Randy from Prospect, Connecticut. Now, I was, I'm actually at work right now, and literally before I go on my break, what do I see? I see Matt say that Tony Storm is released and that she asked for her release. That is a sad, sad situation. They ruined that girl. They ruined what they had in NXT UK. She was a beast. She was amazing. And then, you know, I don't understand what WWE is doing. Um, who do you think is next, Matt, if you had to do a, a, a list, like a top five list of uh, women, top five list of men, who do you think are next to be cut? Um, also, I asked uh, Casual Wrestling Family uh, the same question, but if there was ever to be a surprise at day one of someone returning, who do you think it would be? Um, and, yeah, I'm just kind of shocked what's going on, man. They just keep releasing people, cutting people. I, I, I don't understand it. Like It's like they're feeding AEW just so they can be the big company, and I don't know. It's more and more it sounds like Disney or somebody else is eventually going to own this company, not Triple H or anything with the McMahons once uh, Vince passes away. Anyway, my break is unfortunately over. Two more days, and I have like six days off. So uh, thanks again. Love you all, and I'll talk to you next time. Hey, Randy. Yeah, I mean, I just I did mention it a little bit earlier in the show. Unprovoked, of course. I just kind of brought it up. I'm glad you did dig in a little bit further here. Boy, you, this is the final voicemail for the evening, I think, unless somebody sends me a voicemail as I'm recording this, which does happen. <clears throat> but as of this moment, this is the final voicemail, and then we'll get to Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan. I know everybody's waiting for that, uh, if you didn't skip ahead already. If you did, shame on you. And I can say that because if you skipped ahead, you're not hearing this. So, uh, yeah, I'm a big, big, tough guy, right? Okay, uh, Randy, I'm glad, again, you dug into this because, <clears throat> you know, people are putting the blame on WWE. It sounds like you're you're putting the blame on WWE here. We don't know why she asked for her release. Taking all this at face value, we don't know why she asked for her release. I mentioned a few scenarios that could have happened that led this to be the case. Maybe she has a family emergency. Maybe she wants to bear a child. Maybe she again, has some kind of serious issue at home. We don't know. It could have nothing to do with WWE itself. It could. It's possible. You know, like we don't know. There could be a massive personal issue that she has going on, a, a, a dying family member. I know I'm going to the extreme here, but maybe. And she wants to be with that person and just, you know, uh, you know, go back home and care for her family. You know, maybe. I don't know her personal story ins and outs, but I'm trying to give her the benefit of the doubt and also not place the blame in WWE. I mean, her asking for her release is her, of her own doing. Now, WWE could have promoted this and helped that decision along if the the toxic culture that we all believe is backstage is true, and I do, and you do, and most people do. That toxic culture does wear on you. That stress, that constant looking over your shoulder, not pissing people off, which also stifles creative development because people are afraid to go on a limb, piss somebody off, and lose your job. Um, that could be the case. She probably maybe didn't like how she was portrayed on TV as kind of a pie throwing dit at times. Uh, you know, perhaps I'm speculating, but we don't know other than she asked for it. It's not a budget cut release, but since you asked about the top five, 
um, boy, you didn't let me get off easy on this um, voicemail, did you? The final one made me do some homework. <laughs> Damn it. Um, so who do I think top five, top five women and men who I think could get cut and maybe who could return that did get cut. Okay. Let me start with uh, the women who I feel if you were going to cut these individuals and this is in no particular order. These are just five I'm, I, to do a top five requires too much thought for my brain. So I'll just give you t- uh, five women and five men that I believe could get cut if there are next another round of quote unquote budget cuts. And I say that in air quotes, Dana Brooke is absolutely one that I think could get cut. Uh, Aaliyah, I believe there's two. I'm looking through the roster as we speak right now. Um, I feel that Lacey Evans, I know she's bearing a child, but I could see her getting cut. Um, I could also see Zelina getting cut again. And there's four. And the fifth one, I could see it being, dare I say, Tamina. I could see her getting cut as well. So there's five. You know, I, I mean, Shotzi barely made the list for me. You know, Shayna Baszler, I think, is on the uh, on the fence as well with her constant just up and down. Don't know what to do. She's here one week, not one there one week. You know, that's the kind of patterns I look for when usually somebody's about to get released. Uh, now, as far as the men go, looking at the men's roster here on, uh, let's see. On, I, was gonna, I will look at both rosters. I was just on Raw here. Um I I could say Elias absolutely is one who could uh, get get released. Believe it or not, Apollo Cruz with the constant turn on turn off scenario with him, I think is also a strong possibility of getting released. I know these some of these names to you guys are like, nah, no way. But did we see some of those other cuts coming? No. Um, let's see here. I could see Umberto Carrillo getting cut. There's three. Um. I could see Mace and T-Bar. There's four and five. You know, I, I'm going to give you some bonus ones here too. I could see, uh, no, not really. Probably Shelton and Cedric are also on the kind of the Fritz as well. I mean, you know, these are just most likely if you were going to give, make me give you a, a list. Now, as far as who could return, oh, also uh, Drew Gulak. There's another. The men certainly have a lot of quote unquote fat to trim, but who could return that's been cut? Braun Strowman, I think, is one that could, uh, could, that got cut that could return. So, all right. Boy, you made me uh, think about things. I don't want to use my brain at this hour, Randy. Come on. Yeah, ask me some slam dunk easy questions. You know, like, uh, you know, who's going to win the championship match between Roman and, and Brock on Sunday or on Saturday? You know, or who's my favorite wrestler? You know, <laughs> things like that. Come on, Randy, you're killing me. <laughs> All right. I'm just being a lazy SOB. All right. Well, I'm making sure as we close out the vo- voicemail portion of the show that I don't have any other additional voicemails. You guys tend to hit me at the last second as I'm recording the damn show. So let me look. I'm going to do a refresh as I speak. And it's as I speak, it is 9.43 p.m. on Wednesday night. So if you send in your voicemail after this, I apologize. It did not get in. But uh, that right now, I guess, will wrap up the voicemail portion of the show, which means it is now time for Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan. But before we get there, I'm going to take another break for the sponsors, give them some love, 
See why going ad-free works? See why it's so much better? You don't have to go through all these ad breaks. You can just just skip it all and hit play and sit back and not worry about it. So there's another incentive. Go ad-free on Apple Podcasts and or Patreon. And give us a damn good rating. Give us a rating right now. Five stars. Don't delay. <laughs> on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Okay. Enough of these shameless, annoying plugs. Thank you, everybody. After the sponsors, immediately will be Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan. You're not going to hear from me again for the remainder of the show. But that's this show. Tomorrow, I'm going to try to push out a day one preview and prediction show. And then, God willing, I'm going to try to do a 2021 in review. I can't promise it, given just how crazy things are. I really want to. But that's just in my head. We'll see if it materializes. So until then, guys, thank you so much for everything. Take care, and I'll talk to you next time. Have you searched for yourself online lately? What did you find? The last thing you need is your home address and phone number readily available on the web to stalkers, debt collectors, and Karens. You need Privacy Pros. Privacy Pros works by pairing you one-on-one with a data specialist, monitoring over 160 sites, removing your information, and sending quarterly reports. Let Privacy Pros get their hands dirty so you don't have to. Visit privacypros.com slash wrestling. That's privacypros.com slash wrestling for more information. Start this new year off clean with Privacy Pros, the premier professional opt-out services. Let's talk about supplements for just a minute. The market of supplements is overcrowded, right? It's oversaturated. There's too many to choose from. You just don't know which one you want. You don't know which one's effective, what has potential harmful side effects. Well, I have one that I can tell you with confidence is not only not going to give you any of those negative side effects, but also will provide you with the energy that's sustainable. It doesn't have those crashes. And the product I'm talking about is called Energy Boost. It's from a company called Vitali Boost, and they sell a bunch of other great products. But you can check out the website at vitaliboost.com. That's V-I-T-A-L-I boost.com. So what makes Energy Boost so great? Well, it's made from natural, clinically researched ingredients that include caffeine, B vitamins, and other energy-stimulating nutrients. And it's perfect whether you're working out, gaming, studying, or during those intimate times with your partner. Not only does Energy Boost give you sustained, powerful energy, it's also specifically formulated to avoid those negative effects that I was talking about that some people experience with just consuming caffeine alone. I'm a massive coffee drinker. I can tell you the crash is no fun, right? We all know that. Those of us that are Starbucks affectionados or um, wherever you may get your coffee, we all know what that does. This is not going to give you that crash. And Vitality Boost, by the way, is a leader in the supplement uh, energy market. And customers absolutely love them. Right now, they have a 92% five-star review on Judge Me. It's a third-party review platform that only accepts reviews from verified purchases. So you know they're not just creating these manufactured uh, manufactured reviews. These are real people reviewing the product, honestly. And 92% is a, an amazing, amazing uh, five-star rating review. So... Check out Energy Boost today, risk-free. You can go to VitaliBoost.com. Again, that's V-I-T-A-L-I Boost.com. You use our promo code WWE for a discount. But if you're interested in learning a little bit more about the science behind Energy Boost, visit my Vitali Boost's health guide at VitaliBoost.com. Again, V-I-T-A-L-I Boost.com. And right there, you'll find information from peer-reviewed academic journals about the active ingredients in all of Vitali Boost supplements All of these supplements, by the way, are made in the United States. That's cool. And a reminder, 
go to vitaliboost.com and use our promo code WWE. You'll get a discount on the Energy Boost and all of their other great supplements. So don't miss out, guys. Go check out Energy Boost. And again, it's vitaliboost.com. V I T A L I Boost.com. Welcome back to the WWE Podcast. Let's get back to more great wrestling audio. It's takeover time. That's right. We promised. We're back. Mr. Casual Wrestling Fan. Miss Casual Wrestling Fan. Live. In studio. At home. <laughs> How you doing today, my love? I am doing great. I cannot complain. You know, we ready to have some wrestling fun, right? Exactly. And this is going to be a reoccurring event. So... Every pay-per-view week on your mailbag show, we will be here. We will take over from Matt. And, you know, soon we're going to take all the way over, but Matt don't know that yet. But that's that's coming soon. But right now we're taking over the email portion, and we're going to read your emails. We're going to answer your questions, and we're going to have a lot of fun. And we're also got some perks for you. If you emailed in today... Some of you, a few of you, a couple of you, you're going to win something. That's right. You weren't expecting that. See, Matt don't do that. Miss Casual Wrestling Fan does. Miss Casual Wrestling Fan does. We have giveaways. So that's right. You listen. You tuned in. A couple of you going to win something. Also, for your viewing pleasure, another little plug for you to keep listening. At the end of the show, we're going to have a mailbag award show. That's right. We're going to give you, the listener, awards. Guess who's going to win? You won't know unless you keep listening. But we're going to jump right in. We're not going to take that much time for all the intros. You know, I'm not going to give the spiel what Matt does because hopefully he already did it. So we're going to keep going. So Matt has already sent us the first email from none other than, guess who? DJ Kuzmo. Hey, DJ Kuzmo. How you doing today? We're going to read your letter. And, and why? before we get started... I want to also say this. We're going to give our predictions at the end of the show. That's right. You're going to hear what Mr. and Ms. Casual Wrestling Fan predictions at the end of the show. So keep listening. So if you ask us about predictions, you'll get our answer at the end of the show. So I just want to say that up front. We haven't seen the emails yet, but here we go. So we're going to read your email in three, two, one. Tell your friends, tell your friends. They back, we back. I'm talking about the number one tag team and wrestling crew in all of wrestling podcasts today and any day. Woo! I'm talking about the reigning. Come on. Defending. What? Undisputed wrestling podcast tag team of all time. That's right. Mr. and Mrs. Casual wrestling fan and the Takeover Crew. That's right. Come on, DJ Kuzma. Like that. That's what I'm talking about. Keep going. (laughs) How y'all doing? I hope you all had an awesome Christmas weekend with the family. And I hope everyone was happy with the presents they've got. But now, let's get to some wrestling talk. That's right. And just to put out there, we had a great Christmas. You know, our kids had more than enough, which is horrible. I hate what they're doing to Christmas. (laughs) But that's here nor there. But keep going. I'm sorry. It's all about family. That's right. 
Pro Wrestling 2021 Awards. It's that special time of the year in the pro wrestling world where fans and so-called analysts that will remain nameless on this mailbag episode give their take on the best of in pro wrestling. So, I thought, how about if I give some random awards to wrestlers in pay-per-views on their overall performance this year, whether good or bad? The wrestlers' pay-per-views that I chose for best of and worst of are all opinionated, so you could agree or disagree with me, and I will be totally cool with it. Okay, here goes. And just so we put out there again, this is DJ Kuzmo's awards for best of and worst of. And we will give our stamp of approval on the ones we approve. Go ahead. All right, DJ Kuzmo. First up is best female wrestler of the year. All right. And the winner is. Drum roll. Bianca Belair. Woo. Without a doubt. 2021 is definitely Bianca's year. From winning the Women's Royal Rumble to headlining a WrestleMania main event to winning the SmackDown Women's title and having a decent title reign for almost five months. Bianca Belair has everything you could ever want in a pro wrestler. Great in ring, getting better and better with her promos, unique character, and the fans love her. She's got a presence and the charisma to hold her own against all four of the cornerstones of the women's division. Becky, Charlotte, Bailey, and Sasha. And how incredible it was to see Bianca get the chance to wrestle each of the four best female wrestlers in the WWE. With that being said, I really wish Bianca had a longer title reign. But I'm looking forward to seeing her win the Raw Women's title in 2022. Alright. Now, on this one, I totally agree, don't you? I do. I do agree, too. I, I feel to like... Extent. So, who would you put over Bianca? Well, and what part are we discussing? Well, he said best of for the whole year. Uh, okay, I do agree. Okay. So, I, I agree, too. You know, I and I feel for the people, you know, was that honorable mentions? Read those real quick before I go in. Honorable mentions. Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch, Dr. Britt Baker from AEW, and Deanna Perrazzo from Impact Wrestling. Okay, but back on that, I do agree with Bianca Belair. She was an unstoppable force in the WWE, and I hate how they took the belt off of her, you know, and that really soured me on Becky, but that's here nor there. But, yes, Bianca Belair, right? Yes. Yeah, for it. So we, totally. We put our stamp of approval on that, DJ Kuzmo, uh, best uh, woman wrestler of the year, Bianca Belair. Boom. Next. Best male wrestler of the year. And the winner is... The head of the table, Woo! your tribal chief, acknowledge him. The reigning, defending, come on, undisputed, universal world heavyweight champion, Roman Reigns. We the ones acknowledge him. Since his triumph returned to the WWE late summer last year in claiming his universal title, Roman Reigns is still on a tear on being the most dominant champion in all of the WWE. While Drew McIntyre was carrying Raw during the Thunderdome era, Roman Reigns was carrying both SmackDown and the WWE. The storylines, 
the opening and closing segments of SmackDown, all revolving around one person, Roman Reigns. I hope Roman holds on to the title for another calendar year, because there seems to be at this current moment no possible threat to his universal title. With that being said, Roman Reigns is finally portraying a character that he has always wanted to be, what he was born to be, and I'm looking forward to the day one matchup with Brock and Roman stacking more victories to his legendary title reign. Honorable mentions, Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins, Kenny Omega from AEW, Daniel Bryan slash Bryan Danielson, and MJF from AEW. Now, I'll say this. Once again, a thousand percent agree with your assessment. Roman Reigns, I agree, is the best male wrestler of the year. Roman Reigns is is on a new level, and he and he feels untouchable, honestly. But that's the problem, you know. They really putting Brock in a way, which I'm not giving away my prediction, but they're putting Brock in a light to make Roman look weak. And we'll talk about that later. But yes, totally agree. Roman Reigns on another level. Do you agree? Roman Reigns all day. All day long. There's nothing else to say. Acknowledge him. I like that. So we give our stamp of approval on that. Boom. Mark it in the books. Let's go to the next one. Moving on to best tag team of the year. And the winner is RK Bro. Uh-oh. RK Bro. Who would have thought that this unlikely pairing of Orton and Matt Riddle, because we don't say Riddle on this podcast. Pause. We do say Riddle. <laughs> On this podcast, sir. And I and I want to say real quick, I mean, mini rant. I'm sorry. Mini rant. If a wrestler changes their name, we need to respect that. All right. For all the people mad about Dewdrop name, so sorry she ain't using NXT pipe and nipping, but guess what? She do drop. Uh, uh, Commander Z's is Commander Z's. All right. Omos is Omos or Omos, have you say it. His name is Riddle. We going to call him Riddle. All right. Keep going. Thank you. So, he was saying, who would have thought that they would actually work? At first, when I saw this tag team come together, I literally thought this was a joke. And that Matt Riddle would somehow get RKO'd by Randy. And that will be the end of that. But for some reason, unknowest reason, Orton and Matt Riddle are still together. And they are still the Raw Tag Team Champions since defeating AJ and Omos at SummerSlam. Plus, their merch is selling really quick, and the RK Bro theme music mashup sounds really dope. With that being said, I don't know how long you keep Orton and Matt Riddle as champions. And what's in it for Randy Orton as to why he's still with Matt Riddle? Anyway, interesting pairing that I have slowly grown to enjoy on Monday Night Raw, and I look forward to what 2022 holds for them. Honorable mentions, the Street Profits, the Usos, the Alpha Academy, MSK from NXT, and the Young Bucks from AEW. All right, DJ Kuzmo. Now, as you know, each week you write so much, Matt sends it to us chopped up. So he said you got a couple more coming for you. But we will address what you said. Best tag team of the year, RK Bro. How do you feel? I'm going to toss it to you. You know, Kuzmo, I actually agree with you. Okay. I felt the entire same way. I really was thinking, like, what are they doing? What is going on here? Like, I'm lost completely. And then I just slowly started to grow on me. And then seeing the other side of Randy kind of, like, grew on you. So I can see how that pair actually did come to working out. 
So, yeah, when the time does come, if it comes, that they split, it'll be a bittersweet moment for sure. I, I totally agree. Now, the only hard part about RK Bro, and, you know, I'm an RK Bro fan. I like RK Bro. And, you know, but they really haven't been paired together, you know, that long of a time, if we really think about it, because they played with the idea for a while, and, and, and it took a while for Randy really to go in head first, you know. Um, I don't have how long they've been champion on hand, but it, it hasn't been just an astronomical long time. Um, But... I agree. I mean, that just shows how bad the WWE tag team picture is. I mean, yes, they are the best tag team. I can't think of nobody else who will be better. Can you? Not as best, nope. No, not as best. So, once again, we give our stamp of approval to you, DJ Kuzmo. Bam, marketing the books. And as you know, Matt always sends us the emails as he gets them. You know, I don't know why he's time delayed, but hey, that's how it goes sometimes. <laughs> anyway, but we want to take time to let everybody know you got to keep listening to the end of the show. Guess what? We're giving out awards. We're giving out prizes. Keep listening. Woohoo! Ah, uh, well, as y'all know what that sound means, we got another email. So we're going on to the next email, and it's from none other than Randy, the patron. Hey, give it up for Randy, the patron. Hey, Randy. Hey, you're one of our favorites, Randy, the patron. You write in each week. We love hearing from you. And um, it's not our fault you went first. Blame Matt. Because I would have put you first. You first in our book, right? That's right. You first with us. So we're going to read your letter in three, two, one. Hey, Casual family. It's Randy the Patron. First, what are your thoughts on Tony Storm leaving WWE? Such a great talent, and they wasted her. I was surprised. Um, we actually seen it today, and it, it was very surprising, you know, seeing that she had just had a title shot. Um. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, it was a little shocking. Um, in my opinion, though, Mr. Casual Wrestling Fan may not agree. Um, I don't really see her being missed. So that is where I will leave that opinion. And I, and I, and I agree with that statement. I mean, they really hadn't built her in a way on WWE TV to make her seem relevant. I mean, even when they moved her up real quick to face Charlotte, I mean, did she have any credible wins? I mean, not really. Same thing with Liv Morgan for that matter, but I'm not going to go on a little time Liv rant. So keep going. Second, give me your predictions for day one. And if you think someone does a surprise return, who would it be? Um, if you want to hear our predictions, Randy, you got to listen to the end of the show. Love the plug. But um, I'll tell you this. As far as surprise appearances, I'm pretty sure it may be one. It seems like they brought Eric Bischoff, you know, out the blue. And they got uh, Vince McMahon. He came in out the blue. So they could possibly have somebody waiting and lurking to come in. But I know the Royal Rumble, we, we, we're bound to have a couple surprises. Um, Go ahead. Sorry. Last, what is your take on the whole Brock and Roman situation? You think Paul is screwing Brock or Roman? I think it's Brock, but imagine if it's both. And he has someone new? Thanks. That's it this week on break from work. LOL. <laughs> you got to use them breaks wisely, Randy. A great letter. Thanks for writing in again. Um, to answer your question, um, honestly, I think Paul is screwing Brock. I mean, uh, it's a hard call because, you know, Paul he's, Paul can make anything work. So, whatever, any scenario, Paul's going to land on his feet. But I honestly think that he, this is a, 
I guess, trying to make Brock feel a false sense of being, you know. So, yes, I think Paul is screwing Brock. How do you feel? Um, I think that is an option that he is indeed doing the guy over. But I will think also that Paul is also just being Paul and playing Paul's side. Mm. Paul is always a opportunist. So when it comes to seeing who has the brighter light on which side, that's where Paul will be. So we will only tell then. And that's a good point. You know, everybody knows Paul slammy, you know, but I don't <laughs> see them turning. I don't see them turning Paul face because he would have to turn face to go with Brock or them do a double turn and turn Roman face and turn Brock heel. But would he? <sighs> I don't would he know. Have to be I, I, I mean, to be with Brock. I mean, unless you're gonna turn Brock heel, but regardless, I still think he's. I think he's screwing Brock. You know, I, I hope so because I like the bloodline, and I hope they're not trying to break up the bloodline slowly, take Paul away, and the Usos drop the belts. Which that's not a prediction. I'm just saying. Um, but hopefully, and and I think he's screwing Brock. Hopefully, you know. But time will tell, and as you know, and ah. Well, to finish my statement, as you know, in the WWE, you know, anything is an option and bad decisions happen every day. So hopefully they make the right decision in the situation. And our next email comes from New York Kyle. What's up, New York Kyle? How you doing? Hey, New York Kyle. We love when you write in and eat and uh, voicemail in. And um, thanks once again. You won our favorites. And we're going to read your, that's right, your email in three Two, one. Hey, WWE Podcast family, Matt, the casual wrestling fan family, and everyone else. This is Kyle from New York, back again and back from just seeing Spider-Man No Way Home, which was, by the way, the best MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe, Marvel movie I have seen so far in my opinion. I hope everyone had a good, happy, and merry Christmas. I actually got the Bloodline t-shirt for Christmas with Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman, and the Usos on it. And it's really cool and badass. And I say, I bought the shirt when they came here in Nashville. Love the Bloodline. And, he did. And, and sadly for my wife, I ordered her <laughs> Becky shirt and a, a Roman Acknowledge Me shirt. And it got lost in the mail. Womp womp. And guess what? Now they're out of stock in her size, so... Guess what? Feel happy and lucky that you got one, sir. But anyway, keep going with this letter. I will definitely get one at the next show. Anyway, let's talk about some wrestling. I want to first talk about Bobby Lashley. I have really enjoyed Bobby Lashley as a heel with MVP in the Hurt Business. You know that irrelevant group that nobody wanted to break up but still did, then got back together but not really because WWE has barely put all four members in the same ring together since the reunion happened. They probably only did the reunion because Sheldon Benjamin and Cedric Alexander were two people that could get speared in the feud with Oldberg, Supreme the title shot machine over here and his dumb ass son. Oh yeah, and, and and you're right. I mean, honestly, there <clears throat> there was two people for Goldberg to spear, so he he wouldn't have to make Bobby look weak in that situation. And you know, I hate what they did to the Hurt Business. Um, I love the Hurt Business. I love you know Bobby is actually my favorite wrestler. You know what I mean? Ride with the Almighty, but I like what they did with the Hurt Business. I don't like what they're doing currently with the Hurt Business. And what I don't understand, many tangent, I don't understand how MVP and Bobby kicked. Shelton and Cedric out the group, but somehow Shelton and Cedric get to keep the name. I don't understand that. 
I don't understand the read logic at all about that. But here nor there, keep going as love. My point is, Bobby Lashley as a baby face. I'm willing to give it a chance. I think he is much better as a heel. But I want to see what he can do as a baby face. But only if he stays the way he is now, but as a good guy and not go back to the baby face Bobby Lashley with the three sisters stupid storyline in 2018 and the Lana storyline from last year. Both of those storylines being absolutely, as the crisis would say, trash. Trash. I totally agree. I'm not. I, I, I like Bobby in his current iteration. I think they hit gold with it. And I think it's got a longer shelf life. Um, <clears throat> They did have MVP and Hurt Business come out in kind of a heelish tactic, you know, to go with Kevin Owens, who is another heel. So I don't know if they pausing Bobby's baby face turn or if they're just doing this because COVID had everybody scrambling and there was once again two more warm bodies <laughs> to keep the feud going but you know I'll take Bobby as a baby face but I will prefer him you know heal just as long as they don't get rid of MVP you know Bobby needs MVP but keep going with his letter I'm sorry my next thing I want to talk about is my predictions for the WWE day one pay-per-view now, I know Matt is having a prediction show for this event, but I'm wondering what predictions the Castle Wrestling family has for this pay-per-view. First up, probably the least important match on the card, which is crazy considering who the babyface in the match is. I'm talking about Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss. I think this one is a no-brainer. Either Drew McIntyre will have a good match against Madcap Moss and there will be a shocking Madcap Moss victory by a happy Corbin distraction, or Drew McIntyre would just squash Madcap Moss <laughs> and be next to challenge Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. Oh, well, I'll say this. Um, this is probably a pre-show match, <laughs> which is horrible to even think that that uh, Drew could be in a pre-show match, but... We all know Drew's going to win this match. And if WWE is stupid enough to put Madcap over, then, then they deserve all the backlash they'll get. Keep going. So let me know what you guys think. But I'm predicting, drumroll, please, Drew McIntyre to win this match. Hey, we stamp of approval. We're not giving away our predictions. But, yes, that that is a smart <laughs> prediction, sir. <laughs> Next up is Edge versus The Miz. Which I think will lead to Edge and Beth Phoenix versus The Miz and Maurice at the Royal Rumble. For this one, I think Miz could win and it leads to a rematch at Royal Rumble where Edge wins and moves on to what I hope an AJ Styles feud. Although I don't know who would be the babyface because I think Omos attacking AJ turned him babyface. So let me know what you guys think. But I'm predicting, drumroll please, Edge to win this match. Once again, I'm not going to give my uh, predictions or my wife's predictions away. He said he thinks Edge is going to win. Yes. Okay, he said Edge. Um, I'll tell you this. Um, Vegas agrees with you, sir. Uh, <laughs> Edge is the, the major favorite, minus 300 currently. So, that's a safe bet. It's on Edge. So, you get a stamp of approval. That's a smart prediction, sir. Keep going. Next is the Usos defending the SmackDown Tag Team Championship against the old gimmick day. I mean, the new day. Now, this one is hard because the Usos are part of the main event storyline and best storyline on SmackDown right now, the bloodline. But commentators can say, new year, new day, if the new day win. 
So this makes me feel like, drum roll please, unfortunately, the new day begin yet another useless, embarrassing, channel-changing, heat kind of tag team championship reign. Man, new day, new year. I like I like how that sounds, actually. I, don't, I ain't a big new day fan at all, but hey, new day, new year. How you like that? New day, new year. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about the ooh, so. Ooh, so. We anyway. the ones. Um, but he predicted new day to win? Yes. Okay, he predicted new day to win. Unfortunately. I mean, oh, okay, unfortunately, right. Um, But you know what, sir? I'm going to tell everybody listening that that's how you predict. You you be able to say I don't like this person, but they're gonna win this match. That's good. That's good um, wrestling knowledge there, sir. But on your um, prediction, we're not gonna give ours away. But Vegas disagrees with you. Vegas thinks the Usos will win the match, and they got him as a minus two fifty favorite. But I tell you, you have a smart bet. Uh, me and my wife was talking about our predictions earlier, and we're gonna figure out our predictions as the show go on. We haven't picked yet. So there you go. There goes a little <laughs> leak for you. We don't even know. So you have a smart bet and saying new day, new year. I'm going with it. All right, keep going. Next is Becky Lynch defending the Raw Women's Championship against Liv Morgan. Now I know you two hate Liv. Oh, we don't hate her, Kuzmo. We that just don't like her. That ain't Kuzmo. That's New York Kyle. Oh, I'm sorry, New York Kyle. New York Kyle. Um, we don't hate her, but she just little time live. What you know, what can you do with it? She ain't beat nobody. But anyway, keep going. She's still new. But I agree with Matt on this one because I'm sorry, but I'm actually a big fan of Liv. And I do think Liv Morgan could win the Royal Rumble and go to WrestleMania. So this makes me think that Drumroll please. Becky Lynch retains the Raw Women's Championship. He got it. He's got more on that paragraph. Okay. All right. He got Becky to win. Becky to win, sir. Once again, we're not giving away our predictions, but Vegas agrees with you on this one. She's a minus four fifty favorite. I don't think. I think she she will retain. Um, you know, and I'm not giving away my prediction. I'm just saying that your prediction that she will retain. That's a smart prediction. Um. I don't see no evidence to think Liv is even in the position to take the belt from her. And to be honest, I don't think she should win the World Rumble, nor should she go to WrestleMania to wrestle whoever the champion is, because who has she beat? Like, I, like I'm like i not trying to rant. I'm just going to be honest. Give me 30 seconds. How can you guys, Matt, and everybody else on the Little Time Live bandwagon, how can you guys say, oh, she deserves a chance? What has she done to deserve a chance? She was putting the money in the bank match. Everybody said, oh, give her a chance, give her a chance. They gave her a chance, and she lost to Nikki A.S.H. Let's not act like this. Who has she beat but Carmella, who turned around and beat her three times in a row? And what's Carmella doing? Carmella tag team champ. Zelina Vega, she done turned around and she queen of the ring or queen's crown, whatever. So I'm just saying. Little Time Liv has not established herself as a credible threat. You have Bianca Belair losing in 29 seconds, but somebody like Little Time Liv, who can't even wrestle a 15-minute match, sits up here and gets a chance to go for the belt against a, a seasoned veteran like Becky. And I don't even like Becky. But anyway, enough of my rant. Keep going with this letter. All right, Kyle. Next is horrible. WWE champion Big E. Who can watch TV backstage with his back? Wow, so cool. Not really. 
<clears throat> Big E is defending the WWE Championship in a fatal four-way match against Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, and Bobby Lashley. Side note real quick, if I hear y'all want to go big and say that one more time, I'm going to turn off Raw and go watch Family Guy. If you want to go big, then say that. Ha! <laughs> Anyway, I want Seth Rollins to win, but I think he could get his earned one-on-one title shot at the Royal Rumble against Big E. So I think, drumroll please, unfortunately, New Day spinoff on Raw retains the WWE Championship against the deserved winner, Seth Rollins. Boo. Boo. I don't like that at all. But, But guess what? Now, once again, not giving away our predictions, but... Vegas agrees with you, sir. Next up is a rumored match. Hold on, let me finish on that. I know you don't want me to go Big E crazy. But um, yeah, I do agree, Big E, um, with your prediction. It's a big chance for Big E to um, retain. And and your scenario is right. I mean, if, if Seth does lose, Seth would say, well, hey, it was supposed to be one-on-one. Let me go with him at Royal Rumble. And Seth will still get the belt. So I think regardless, Seth will eventually become champion. And I think we just got to ride that wave. All right, keep going. Next up is a rumored match. If this becomes true after I send this email, RK Bro defending the Raw Tag Tag Team Championship against the Alpha Academy, since I think Randy Orton and Riddle will end up fighting at WrestleMania, I think that, drumroll please, RK Bro retains the Raw Tag Team Championship. Woohoo! I think that's a, a, a great prediction, sir. Um, and unfortunately, <laughs> I can tell you, unfortunately, I know you've seen Raw, so you know that is incorrect. Uh, it'll be Street Profits versus RK Bro at day one. Um, and I agree with, uh, yeah, I agree with your, with your synopsis of, of how, um, Alpha Academy should have been there, and I agree with you. I think Alpha Academy should have been a team. You know, um, I would have honestly. Uh, Alpha Academy should have won the, the little bro, won the kind of RK Broderman. They should have won that. But it's Street Profits. Uh, both of the Alpha Academy members lost on Monday night, so hey, we're going with Street Profits. And uh, hey, good prediction. All right, keep going. Sorry. And finally, the main event in my cliffhanger I left on last week's mailbag. Roman Reigns defending the Universal Championship against Brock Lesnar. So I will tell you guys now, before I get to my theory, I think that, drumroll please, Roman Reigns retains the Universal Championship. Now my theory. I think that Roman and Brock will both start the match with no Paul Heyman whatsoever. And then later on in the match, Paul will come out and be back at Brock's ringside, giving Roman his classic evil Grinch Paul Heyman smile, making it look like Paul is back with Brock once again. But then, towards the end of the match, Brock hits two F5s on Roman and goes for a pin. But Paul pulls the referee out, and then as Brock looks shocked, Roman spears him to the ground, and as Brock falls to the ground... Paul smashes him in the head with the universal title. Paul drags the referee back in, and Roman pins Brock for the win, retaining the universal title. And Paul planned him and Roman's breakup, and it was just a setup to trick Brock. This is probably my longest email so far, so I think that's it for me this week. 
I hope everyone enjoys WWE Day 1 and get excited because next is the Royal Rumble, my personal favorite pay-per-view of the year. So I will talk to you all next week. Ooh, guy from New York. Whoop, 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 whoop. Hey, we like that. We like that. So I want to tell you this real quick. We agree with you, sir. You know, um, I, I like how you had it set up. What did he say? He said uh, Roman was going to win, right? Yes, of Okay, course. yeah. Vegas agrees with you once again. Minus 250 favorite. Um, and I love your scenario. I love that 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 booking. I mean, if that was to happen like that, the only thing I would regret about what you just gave us, that should be WrestleMania. Like, I don't want to see them go again. I'm going to be honest. I, you know, I... And something else we got to be honest about. And something that, you know, I was going to allude to DJ Kuzmo, but I go ahead and allude this since we're at the end of your email and we're waiting for another one. Roman is running out of opponents. Has, he is. Has anybody took a second to think? We know he's going with um, Brock at day one. All right. Everybody's rumoring that Drew is going to be in there coming soon if not wrestlemania all right if that's true that's two more people that he had to face who else can he face we done been through cesaro with uh shinsuke champ so it can't be shinsuke and even if you do do shinsuke i mean that's only three i mean <laughs> roman's in bad shape you know for for credible opponents so you know i don't know if they're gonna drop the belt I don't know if that's a cliffhanger for you to make you think, but no. But that's just honest. Um, But anyway, so as we wait for the next email, thank you for writing in New York, Kyle. We appreciate that, don't we, bro? Thank you. And um, we'll tell everybody, thank you for listening. And if you, that's right, you, you want your email or voicemail, listen to or read, you can email real WWE podcast at gmail.com or you can call 518-952-0247. And if you call, it's no creepy crap and nobody going to answer the phone. You're going to leave a three-minute voicemail and we're going to respond to your voicemail on the next show. So, there we go. See, match right on time. We're going to the next one and it comes to us from Tommy Smith, Patreon member. And if you don't have Patreon, get Patreon. I want everybody to go spend the $1 a month. That's it, $1. Matt said even on Apple, he's running a special right now, $1. It was $3 or $2.99. He got a special right now, $0.99. He said he's going to end it soon. So act fast. Get your Patreon. Get you on Apple Podcasts. But we're going to read your email right now, Tommy Smith, in three, two, one. Hi, Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling fan. Always enjoy listening to both of you and look forward to your thoughts on the mailbag. Personally, I wasn't very impressed with SmackDown or Raw this week. Mm-hmm. And I understand that SmackDown was on Christmas Eve and pre-taped, so my expectations weren't that high. I did expect more from Raw, but I guess that due to COVID, there were a lot of last-minute changes. One highlight for me from Raw was the match between AJ Styles and Apollo Crews. 
They were smooth and the match, in my opinion, was really, really good. I think they nailed it. And on an otherwise hoo-hum show, this was definitely the highlight for me. Yeah, they had a really good match. I liked uh, AJ and... um. And um, who did he fight again? Apollo. Apollo. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, you guys. I forgot that quick. Um, but yeah, they had a real great, a real great match. And uh, you know, we do got to remember for Raw that due to COVID, most of the stars couldn't be there. So I, I wish we could have seen what kind of show they wanted to have. But I, it was still a decent show, you know, considering all the the circumstances. It was still a good show. Um, keep going. I read that Omos was in town, but left early, so I am guessing that he probably tested positive for COVID and was sent home. I thought that this week he would really dominate AJ, and then AJ would disappear to NXT for a bit while we forgot about the beatdown Omos gave him. But now, do you all think that they might not even have this match and move both of them on to their next programs? Do you really need to see Omos dominate, dominate AJ? I don't think so, as they've done a really good job on making Omos look pretty much untouchable already. Do we need to see Omos dominate AJ? No. I don't think we need to see Do that. we need to see it? No. But are we going to see it? Yes. Are we going to watch this destruction? Yes. Because guess what? We want to see what type of offense AJ can put on Omos. I mean, let's not sell AJ short. And I think a lot of us... Are, it's selling AJ a little short here. Now, I do agree. It, it's going to be a mildin. Um, Omos is, is going to put a lot of offense on AJ. But I do think AJ will get multiple phenomenal forms on Omos. Now, will it take it off his feet? Probably not. Will AJ get any really serious offense? Probably not. But will he have flashes? Yes. Do we need to see it? No. Are they going to move on to the next program without the match? Probably not. Um, and... While we're here, shout out to Grayson Waller. <laughs> hey, Grayson Waller. Shout out to Grayson Waller. Hey. hey he, he's coming up. I like the heel run for him. I, I did not like Grayson Waller when he was face. You can ask my wife, did I like him? No. no. As soon as he did that heel stuff to Johnny Gargano, I'm in the car. Shout out to Grayson Waller. Keep going with his love. I like Grayson Waller from the beginning. Yeah. For some reason, the kid is different. You did. All right. One thing beginning. that did bother me from Raw last night... Why did they have RK-Bro dominate the Alpha Academy? To me, it makes no sense. Why not have the Alpha Academy win both of the matches to set up something in the future? Does this kind of show that we are nearing the end of RK-Bro? Oh, and I thought it was great when Randy faked the RKO on Riddle after they hugged. I am curious how long you all think Riddle and Orton are going to be together. Do you think there's a chance... They could drop the titles at day one. Up until this segment of Raw, I would have said that there was a 0% chance. Now they got me wondering. Have a happy new year, Tommy. Hey. Thanks, Tommy. Thanks, Tommy. Hey, thanks for your um, email. And to answer you some of your questions really quickly, let me skim through because you know. Much obliged. Yeah, thank you. Um, The reason why they had RK Bro dominate Africa Academy because they was going on the day one to face the Street Profits. We can't have the champions looking weak to another team when they're going to face another team. So I can understand that. Now, what I will agree with you on, sir, is that the Alpha Academy should have won the RK Bro tournament so that way they could have dropped the titles to the Alpha Academy because, you know, Otis... Otis can be cringe. I'm just going to be honest. He can be a little cringe, but he's a beast. And I ain't going to lie on him. 
You know, that's a big guy. He can move. He uses weight nicely. When he does that lift up, power slam, bam, I'm here for it. You know, he, he does damage. Um, I think we are starting to near the end of RK Bro. Um, I don't think this team was was made for longevity. I don't think this, this pairing was put together to be together two, three years, obviously. You know, and could I see them getting ready to near the end so they can set up their program for WrestleMania? Yes. You know, I think it's about that time. I mean, side note here. Go ahead. Can we all just, like, wonder, since everybody else is wondering in these emails, can we wonder where Riddle would actually be if it wasn't for the pair up with Randy Orton? I mean, honestly, think about it. Well, I think the question... I mean, Rand, uh, Riddle got very popular as soon as the Randy mashup happened. Well, I was going to flip it. I was going to say, where would Randy be without Riddle Randy's currently? Randy's always Randy. But let's be honest. With the way it's set up, with heel champions being champion, Randy can't go for a belt. So Randy would have to do sideline programs. I mean, this is help, helping Randy stay healthy. He don't have to wrestle. Riddle can take the, the L's. Riddle was pretty, pretty popular without Randy. But I do agree. I think it helps Riddle, obviously, because this is a veteran. Randy's taking him under his wing. He's nurturing him, you know, like a little baby. And he is helping him get popularity. He's helping him get the sympathy. Everybody loves that, like you said, that mashup. And and I totally agree with that. I think it's like an ecosystem. I think both people are benefiting equally. Have you searched for yourself online lately? What did you find? The last thing you need is your home address and phone number readily available on the web to stalkers, debt collectors, and Karens. You need Privacy Pros. Privacy Pros works by pairing you one-on-one with a data specialist, monitoring over 160 sites, removing your information, and sending quarterly reports. Let Privacy Pros get their hands dirty so you don't have to. Visit privacypros.com slash wrestling. That's privacypros.com slash wrestling for more information. Start this new year off clean with Privacy Pros, the premier professional opt-out services. Let's talk about supplements for just a minute. The market of supplements is overcrowded, right? It's oversaturated. There's too many to choose from. You just don't know which one you want. You don't know which one's effective, what has potential harmful side effects. Well, I have one that I can tell you with confidence is not only not going to give you any of those negative side effects, but also will provide you with the energy that's sustainable. It doesn't have those crashes. And the product I'm talking about is called Energy Boost. It's from a company called Vitali Boost, and they sell a bunch of other great products. But you can check out the website at vitaliboost.com. That's V-I-T-A-L-I boost.com. So what makes Energy Boost so great? Well, it's made from natural, clinically researched ingredients that include caffeine, B vitamins, and other energy-stimulating nutrients. And it's perfect whether you're working out, gaming, studying, or during those intimate times with your partner. Not only does Energy Boost give you sustained, powerful energy, it's also specifically formulated to avoid those negative effects that I was talking about that some people experience with just consuming caffeine alone. I'm a massive coffee drinker. I can tell you the crash is no fun, right? We all know that. Those of us that are Starbucks affectionados or um, wherever you may get your coffee, we all know what that does. This is not going to give you that crash. And Vitality Boost, by the way, is a leader in the supplement uh, energy market. And customers absolutely love them. Right now, they have a 92% five-star review on Judge Me. 
It's a third-party review platform that only accepts reviews from verified purchases, so you know they're not just creating these manufactured, uh, manufactured reviews. These are real people reviewing the product, honestly. And 92% is a, an amazing, amazing uh, five-star rating review. So check out Energy Boost today, risk-free. You can go to vitaliboost.com. Again, that's V-I-T-A-L-I boost.com. You use our promo code WWE for a discount. But if you're interested in learning a little bit more about the science behind Energy Boost, visit my Vitaly Boost's health guide at vitalyboost.com. Uh, again, V-I-T-A-L-I boost.com. And right there, you'll find information from peer-reviewed academic journals about the active ingredients in all of Vitaly Boost supplements. All of these supplements, by the way, are made in the United States. That's cool. And a reminder, go to vitalyboost.com and use our promo code WWE. You'll get a discount on the Energy Boost and all of their other great supplements. So don't miss out, guys. Go check out Energy Boost. And again, it's vitaliboost.com. V-I-T-A-L-I boost.com. Welcome back to the WWE Podcast. Let's get back to more great wrestling audio. You know, and it's just. <sighs> well, to all my little mini Mrs. Casual Wrestling fans there who do go. listen out here. There you go. Even the men too. Hello. Um, I would like to say also about the riddle thing. You say what? That basically Randy's helping Riddle. Um, I mean, I'm sorry. Riddle is helping Randy. No, right? I'm saying it's 50-50. They're helping each other. So you think it's 50-50. It's 50-50. It's an ecosystem. Um. Riddle's helping Randy stay stay longer. He's he's lengthening Randy's career because Randy don't have to wrestle as much. Riddle takes most of the offense. Randy comes in and saves Riddle all the time, and Randy don't rarely takes a lot of offense. I mean, Randy's career is getting lengthened two to three years just because he don't have to wrestle. And Riddle gets the rub, he gets the experience, and he gets a, a veteran like Randy to teach him what he needs to do. Well, uh, well, last comment on that um, for all the many fans and followers. I would say Randy pairing up helped me like Riddle a little bit. I did not like Riddle whatsoever. Mm -hmm. I'm still kind of questioning it. And so you but, like Matt. But hi, Matt. Thank you. But no, I'm still kind of questioning it. But it did help me kind of lean toward his way and understand, you mm -hmm. know, what's going on. And I like this. This is awesome. But and Matt, if it wasn't for that, I can't be sure that I would ever be a Riddle fan at all. And Matt was like you. He didn't like Riddle at all. But I liked Riddle. I didn't like Randy. I mean, I, Riddle being with Randy made me like Randy. <laughs> like, I can't stand. You know me. I hate Randy Orton. But right now, I've been very appreciative. But back on your letter, um, <clears throat> do do we think they have a chance to drop the belts at day one? Yes, I do. I don't, I'm not going to say it's a big chance. I think they have, because it's the Street Profits, they got about a 10% chance of dropping it. Not even five. Eh, ten. 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 Not sure. Five. Maybe. Ten. Nah. So, yeah, they got a minute chance of losing the belts. I don't think I don't think it'll go to the Street Profits. I did see them. Yeah, I don't think it's the Street Profits. If it was the Alpha Academy, sir, I'd say it's 50-50. Um... What else did he add? Uh, do, 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 do. And yes, the Randy Orton fake RKO was great. Like, <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I, I loved love it. Hey. Once again, it made you see a lighter side on Randy's part too, though. Yeah, and did you hear the fans? Like, the fans gasped He's all at once. 
Oh, it was hilarious. Randy's actually capable of smiling. Yeah, can you believe it? And and Randy really hasn't changed his gimmick much. I mean, he's still Randy Orton. He's still a... a, I I can't say the D word, so you get what I was going to say. But he's still a a punk, you know what. He's hardcore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just stick to that. But Riddle softens him up, and I really love their uh, combination. But as you hear that, we got a new email, and it comes from none other than D. J. Coos Mo Part Two. There you are. Part Kuzmo. Two, Coos Mo. Okay. Shout out to him. And if you want to be like DJ Coos Mo, you can email at real WWE podcast at gmail.com and you can call 518-952-0247. That's right. Call in, email in, get in on the fun. And had you emailed today, you would have had a chance to win some cool stuff. So guess what? You missed out. But guess what? Next time we're here, you'll email in. So go on with DJ Kuzmo's part two letter in three, two, one. Let's take a detour. Worst gimmick of the year. And the winner is Nikki A.S.H. I understand every wrestler must go through some sort of character change throughout his and her career for longevity in the ever-changing business of professional wrestling. But the whole Nikki being a superhero was just so awful. Whether it was her idea or Vince's idea, it is still dreadful to see Nikki as this character. There was no crowd response when she was Raw Women's Champion, and at times she got booed at house shows and live events. I hope in 2022 that Nikki's dreaded superhero gimmick gets canned so that they could probably build her back up or turn her heel or, sad to say, get released. Honorable mentions, Karrion Cross's gladiator gimmick, mm-hmm. Keith Lee's the Bearcat gimmick, and Jacket Time from NXT 2.0. All right, DJ, now I'm going to be honest. I'm going to start with the honorable mentions. Let's do it. Jacket Time, hey. I hate that group. That oh my god! Hate is a strong word, but I really dislike any of that. Yeah, I don't like that. It, I don't think it's it's a good gimmick, but that's just me. Now, if you want to talk about a good gimmick on NXT, Diamond Mine, that's a good group. Shout out to them. Um, but back on your um, Nikki Ash. Now I'll say this: I think you missed out on Eva Marie, and that's just me. You know, Nikki Ash actually has a path to really make her gimmick better. And I know we really trash her, but if you turned her heel and made her like, oh, I'm this, I'm better than thou, you know, she could really get over as a heel and be like really dirty and low down. I think she could get over like that or, which would suck for her, but you should make her a jobber. Like, turn her into, like, just a, a lovable loser, somebody that just keeps saying they think they can do, they want to do, and she just lose and lose and lose and lose and lose. I'd be okay with them that way. Um. So, how about you? Do you think it's uh, Nikki A.S.H.? Worst gimmick? Um, uh, well, I will say the gimmick is very childish, and I didn't like it personally either, DJ Kuzmo. I um, hate it. I mean, I liked it at first. I, I mean, worst gimmick, I'm not sure, but I will say she's at least top three. I'll give you that, too. Um, I don't know. I really wasn't feeling the whole dewdrop thing, and I will just drop that name. Um, I don't know. Wasn't feeling that 
character, whatever she was supposed to be. But yeah, I didn't like Eva Marie. I mean, I didn't like Eva Marie, she but didn't she wasn't wrestle. around long enough, and she didn't wrestle any kind of yeah, way like, for me to uh, have an opinion on that. So. All right, so Kuzmo, the jury's still out on Nick ASH. All right, so no stamp of approval, but no stamp of disapproval either, sir. So we're going to keep going to your next point. Worst pay-per-view of the year. And the winner is Survivor Series. There was a time back in the day when a Survivor Series pay-per-view actually meant something. Where you had five-on-five elimination matches being based on the main storyline. And other storylines being entangled in the main storyline. Like, for instance, Team Austin versus Team Bischoff in 2003. Nowadays, the Survivor Series has lost its value in being part of the Big Four pay-per-view. With these glorified exposition matches of Champion versus Champion and Raw versus SmackDown. That have no storyline, no payoff, no stipulation. To get the fans emotionally invested. Not to go on further rant, but this past Survivor Series of 2001, um, I'm sorry, 2021, was centered around the 25th anniversary of The Rock. But no, the idiots that will remain nameless on the, this mailbag episode created this pay-per-view to be centered around a golden egg and who stole the golden egg? The fans in Brooklyn and all of us in the Discord chat we're anticipating for The Rock to show up and get a huge pop from the crowd. But no rock, no huge pop. However, the saving grace of that dreadful pay-per-view was Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair that actually had a compelling storyline and something to get emotionally invested in. With that being said, I don't know what the future is for Survivor Series being forward, I mean moving forward, and whether or not this pay-per-view gets scrapped off is left to be seen. All right, DJ. Um, I'll say this to you, sir. Um, the I'm personally I, I like the champion versus champion um setup that they do for Survivor Series. Now, what I don't like is the top champions. Now, I don't mind. I don't mind the tag team champs versus each other. I don't mind the U.S. versus the Intercontinental. But I do. I can't agree how you put your champion versus your champion. You know, somebody's going to look bad in the situation. But also, hey, as Matt always say, it's not horizontal. So, hey, somebody's better too. Um, Becky and Charlotte, I think, saved that pay-per-view. That that match was so vicious and, and, and heartfelt. And, you know, fans was, was, was torn like... You know, Miss Casual fan, she's a big Becky fan, big time Bex. But you know me, woo, it's the queen on my side. So we've been going back and forth doing that little rivalry about who was it fault for the build exchange and, you know, who was it fault for the, the friendship to break up. So that really got fan investment, you know, and even Bianca going, was it 1v5, 1v4 to win the Survivor Series at the end? I mean, that was massive too. So to say it's the worst pay-per-view, I don't know if I can say it's the worst, but you know, I tell you this, DJ, I can't think of nothing to say that was worse. You know what I mean? I can't think of an uh, even worse pay-per-view. No, I can't. Oh, I'm just off That was pretty bad. Honestly, overall, it was dreadful just watching it. You know, or what was the, was it uh, Fast Lane? Now, hold on. That Fast Lane pay-per-view, I didn't think was that good. Was Fast Lane good? It was okay. It was, was it Roman versus KO? 
Yeah. It was Roman K.O., wasn't yeah, it? Was it that time he put the handcuffs on him? Yeah, if it's that one, watch, we totally wrong. <laughs> but if it's that <laughs> one, okay. But, yeah, so, once again, jury's still out on it. We're we not going to stop or approve it, but guess what? We're not going to disapprove it either, sir. So, we're going to move on to your next point. Worst match of the year. And the winner is Randy Orton versus The Fiend at this year's WrestleMania. This match was supposed to be booked as the Fiend's revenge match against Orton for burning him to a crisp at TLC last year. The Fiend would return at Fastlane in a haunting way which led to the booking of their match at WrestleMania 37, which was very underwhelming. The match at WrestleMania ended in less than six minutes where Alexa Bliss distracted the Fiend, allowing for Orton to hit the RKO on the Fiend. In their first pay-per-view back with a live audience, the crowd booed the outcome of the match. And during the match, the crowd was very quiet. And there was a continuation with the storyline as to why Alexa Bliss caused The Fiend to lose the match. And of course, very surprisingly, The Fiend, a.k.a. Bray Wyatt, gets released by the WWE a couple of months later. With that being said, I really wish that this match had a favorable outcome for The Fiend to get the win over Randy Orton, or some sort of continuation with the storyline of The Fiend and Alexa Bliss. And maybe at Extreme Rules, it could have been Roman Reigns versus The Fiend for the Universal title, since he dropped the title to Roman at Payback. We would never know. Oh, what could have been... (laughs) Honorable mentions, Eva Marie versus Alexa Bliss at this year's SummerSlam. The zombie-infused lumberjack match at WrestleMania Backlash of The Miz versus Damian Priest. All right. Um, well, DJ, once again, he said your stuff was so long, he got to send it to us in another part. So <laughs> when he sends us your other letter, we will be sure to answer it. Um, but we're going to answer your question. I mean, your uh, response to that real quickly. Now, your worst match. Now, I'm going to go out on a limb. I disagree. Like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna sign in on this one. I'll say this. I think that was the worst ending to a storyline. I'll give you that. That was the worst payoff. I'll give you that. But was it the worst match? I don't know. I don't know now. I'm pretty sure I'm going to get backlash about this one and my wife might even disagree with me on this one. Worst match of the year is Becky versus uh, Bianca. That That's your worst match. A 29 second burial of your top woman champion, your top baby face at the time. I think Trump's a five minute match from The Fiend who got let go a month later anyway. So let's be honest about what we're saying. You said worst match. So that means I need to look at the match itself. Now, like I said, worst payoff, yes. Biggest letdown, most likely. But worst match, I don't think so. What about you? Um, Honestly, I think, well, I don't know if it's the worst match. Because honestly, like you said, it would take time to actually go watch different matches that you think weren't so good. But I will agree 
it wasn't great at all. I felt like they really kind of left a big cliffhanger on it. They never really, yeah. they never really explained a lot of unanswered things. And that, that like, Alexa Bliss did Alexa thing. turn on him, or yeah. was she just like possessed and did it, yeah. or was it Lily? Like, she, what yeah. is going on here? Yeah. So, like, that's what I'm wondering. Like, it could have been a whole new storyline that they could have created I, with them mm-hmm. going with Lily is actually orchestrating Alexa and. Alexa has no control anymore. You know, it could have been something great. And, and our Alexa's going off in the background. Sorry, Sorry guys. <laughs> but nevertheless, I, and that's the point. I will say that after the match, it was confusing. Nobody knew what happened. I didn't get it. I didn't know. All I seen is blood, uh, black sludge coming out of head. <laughs> and, and, you know, Fiend lost to one RKO. I, it, I would say that the ending to the storyline was horrible. I, I don't even call that an but ending. It was not an ending. It wasn't an ending. Well, it was an ending. Yeah, it, it ended it. That's like a movie that, you know, that's an ending. It wasn't what we wanted, but... No, it's like a movie you just walked out of. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Without finishing. Yeah, yeah, they left us hanging. Yes. Yeah, I agree. But was it the worst match? No, sir. I don't think so. Like I said, Becky... Um, Bianca, worst match, 29 seconds from two top women. Now, what would have happened if it would have been Becky versus Charlotte, a Survivor Series, and Charlotte beat Becky in, in 30 seconds? The WWE idea. Universe would be livid, say that was the worst payout, worst matchup. That's what I'm just saying. So, yeah, that's possible. So let's listen to the word match, not storyline. And... And we're going to move on. But, DJ, we got your letter coming up soon. Thank you for writing in. We love your emails. I'm going to get you coming up soon. We're going to finish you out here in a minute. Hey, we're going to finish you out, buddy. Hey, keep writing in. DJ Kuzmo, we like your letters, man. You like you write a lot. I'll say that. I, <laughs> Matt, he, he told me about you. But guess what? That's fine. Anyway, um, our next person is Dennis. Shout out to Dennis. Hi, Dennis. Dennis, you've been writing in a lot lately. Um, you sound familiar. Um, but yeah, we're gonna get to your letter. Thank you for writing in. And if you want to write in like Dennis, you can email real WWE podcast at gmail.com or you can call the number at 518-952-0247. Leave a voicemail. You got three minutes or less. It'll cut you off. And and you tell us whatever you want us to know, how you feel, the listener. And we're going to read Dennis' email in three, two, one. Hey there, casual wrestling fan. This is the first time talking with you. And let me explain some things about me as a wrestling fan. I have a medical reason why I can't watch the WWE on TV very weak. So, I rely on Matt and Michael Ritter on the WWE podcast to give me the info I need about the Raw Smackdown review. That is the update where I sit in loving and listening to the WWE. For Raw, it was interesting that they had Eric Bischoff back on. At least he talked better than Vince can, but why would he be back? Your thoughts? Um, well, to start at the top of the letter. All right, man, well, we here for that. Um, <clears throat> I believe you. we've uh, remembered some of your emails where you alluded to that before, and we're here for that. We're here for you, the listener. Of course. You know, we're a community. We're a family. And if you need to know any information, they got nine shows for you here on the WWE Podcast. Matt's a great uh, um, person to put out great um, content, and we appreciate him, um, along with all the other co-hosts. Um, as far as Eric Bischoff goes, I think it was a one-off. 
Um, I would like for Eric Bischoff to honestly come back and, 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 and take over the GM role and do the evil stuff again. Cause I hated him when he did it, but, um, he's not, I think it was honestly a one-off, you know, to get a little cheap pop. Cause you know, COVID took out most of the stars. So, all right, keep going with the letter. For, but okay. Another thing, this one is on SmackDown. What is up with food or whipped cream pies doing in or during a ma- wrestling match? Your thoughts? <laughs> um, I agree. I'm going to be honest. What is this? And, and I know Matt, I know Matt probably going to disagree or say you shouldn't. Hey, you got to have something for the kids. We got to remember that. You know, it's always going to be whipped cream pies. It's like Nickelodeon. Whipped cream is never a pie. It's whipped cream. Does it belong in wrestling? Probably not. But hey. Guess what? Kids go to shows, too. We got to remember that. Kids like wrestling, too. All right, next. Now, all I have left is the predictions for upcoming day one pay-per-view. First up, Becky versus Liv. I have Becky winning this just because I think it's too soon for Liv Liv to beat and win the championship. I think Liv win it at, like, WrestleMania. Next up, the Usos Hold on. Let Let me chime in on that real quick. Um, he said Becky gonna win. Yep. Oh, he's totally correct. Shout out. Um, I think your prediction is correct, sir. Um, Vegas totally agrees with you as you heard earlier. Hey, the only thing I disagree with, I do not want to see Liv Morgan at WrestleMania. Come on, guys, please, please. Do we really want to see that? But it will happen. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's gonna happen. But do we really want to see it? She's really getting a push. Oh, they pushing Um, her, and and the fans like her. I'm not shorting you guys. I hear you guys every week. I hear the crowd popping for it. Hey, she got she she got clout, but I I just think it's artificial. I'm gonna be honest. I think it's artificial and it's not warranted. It's not credited. She has no credible wins here nor there. Keep going. Sorry. Next step. The Usos versus the New Day. I have the Usos winning this match. Usos, I, that's a great prediction, sir. Um, what New York Cow said. New York Cow said the New Day, New Year. Mm-hmm. He said New Day, New Year. My man, uh, Dennis. He's saying the Usos. Okay, I like that. We're gonna have to remember these two predictions. We're gonna see who was right. Um, but Vegas agrees with you, Dennis. They are currently a minus two fifty favorite. So, I think that's a great prediction, sir. All right, let's keep going. Next up, Roman versus Brock. I think the story rolls on and Roman wins. Oh, well, that sounds like a good prediction, too. And as you know, Vegas agrees with you, along with most of the um, (laughs) listeners. (laughs) Uh, Which, that's saying something, you know, to really think that Roman Reigns is on that big of a level that, that Brock doesn't even get a few people to say oh Brock's gonna take it. Wow. Alright, Roman Reigns, I totally agree with your with your um assessment on how you came to that. Next up is Edge versus the Miz. I would like to see Edge win over the Miz. Edge okay, I can see that too. Um Edge is the Ve- Vegas favorite right now, so that's a great prediction as well, sir. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm high on Miz, a lot more high than most people. I really don't care too much for Edge at all, so I'd like for Miz to take it personally. That's what I'd like, not my prediction. The next match is Shinsuke Nakamura versus Sami Zayn, and I have Sami winning this for the IC Championship. I can see that happening too, sir. Um, Shinsuke hasn't really did nothing with the title. I mean. Now, I will say this. Rick Boogs is really getting, <laughs> he's getting elevated. Lord have mercy, the crowd loves some Rick Boogs. My name is Rick. 
Boogs. You got a little Rick Boogs. And I came to rock. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to quit. But, yeah, I think that's a good prediction, Sami Zayn. Hey, yeah. All right, keep going. Now to the ever-waiting Fatal 4-Way. Seth versus Big E versus KO versus Bobby Lashley. I hope that Seth freaking Rollins wins. After all that, what or do you have any thoughts? All right, baby. He said Seth freaking Rollins. What you think? Seth freaking Rollins. Seth, Ooh, Seth freaking Rollins. Uh, Miss Calvary's fan likes your prediction, sir. I really do. <clears throat> Seth freaking Rollins. He's the number two favorite. Um, Big E's 165, and Seth Rollins is plus 240. Um, so he has good odds. And I'm going to be honest. Seth Rollins will be your next WWE champion. Now, that's not my prediction for day one. I'm just letting you know that the next person to hold the WWE championship will be Seth Rollins. It might not be a day one. It might not be a Royal Rumble. It might be in a random Raw. But your next person that's going to uh, hold the belt is going to be Seth freaking Rollins. Don't you totally agree, bro? Yes. I, I totally agree, too. Um. Anyway, so that was nice. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we once again, we want to thank everybody for writing in and listening. Thanks for uh, requesting us to come back. We like doing the show. It's a blast. It's a blast. Yes, it's amazing. Hey, it's fun. We love it. So um, we hope you guys love us when we come in. We love to come in. We love to have fun. And, you know, we're going to keep coming back until Matt stops us. <laughs> until Matt stops us. You feel me? Until that point, we ain't going to come back. But um, so as we sit here and, and wait on Matt to send us the next one, <clears throat> Excuse me, everybody. Um, we'll give away a free prediction. How about that? While we're sitting here waiting on Matt, we'll sit up here and give out a free prediction. So we're gonna predict Drew McIntyre versus Mad Cow Moss. So what do you think? Drew, 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 Drew. Who didn't know it? Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre obviously should beat Mad Cow Moss, right? Yes. Right. Of course. This is, <laughs> like he said, no-brainer. If Madcap Moss lose, I mean, if Madcap Moss wins, WWE deserve all the backlash they're going to get. And that's just crazy. And you know what that sound means. That means we got another message. And it's from none other than DJ Kuzmo part three, but guess what? No in the DJ booth, no wicker wicker, none of that. Cause guess what? It's the takeover show. We run this. Not Matt, not you, not Crisis, not Memphis Mark, not none of y'all to think. Nah, I'm just playing. I'm just being funny. So don't get mad at me. Don't talk shots at Mr. Casual Wrestling fan. But on one side, that's my guy. Hey, we, we right there together. But anyway, we're gonna read DJ Kuzmo letter in three, two, one. Let's turn that frown upside down. Best match of the year. And the winner is Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan versus Edge at this year's WrestleMania. Honorable mentions, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair for the SmackDown Women's title at this year's WrestleMania. Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair at this year's Survivor Series. Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg at this year's Crown Jewel. Edge versus Seth Rollins in a steel cage at Crown Jewel. Roman Reigns versus the Demon at this 
years extreme rules despite this groovy finish Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson at AEW Grand Slam in New York City Dr. Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa unsanctioned lights out match on AEW Dynamite and the Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks inside of a steel cage for the AEW Tag Team Titles at AEW's All Out Pay-Per-View. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Now, this is what I'm going to say. Now, I'm going to go down your list because I'm going to be honest, and, and I'm going to throw it to Miss Casual Fantasy if she agrees or disagrees. I, I don't think that Roman versus Daniel versus Edge is the match of the year. About I don't you? think it's the match of the year. Not, not for me. Um, I I I I love Bobby Lashley, but it it sure wasn't Bobby versus Goldberg at at, <laughs> at Crown Jewel. Oh no, oh no, not old bird. Um, the Becky Charlotte was a good match. Yeah, but I don't know. No, nah, it I wasn't the best. I'm not saying it's the best. I'm just saying that was a good match. Well, yeah, it was a good match. Yeah, it was a good match. I ain't saying the best. I've been, I have my best. I have mine too. <laughs> we gonna see. All right. So you want to say yours and see if I agree? Or you want me to say mine and see if I agree? Which one? It doesn't matter. All right. So I got Sasha Bianca. That's who I. That is. See there. Hey, casual wrestling family. Hey, on one accord. So on this one, DJ. Unfortunately, we can't give you the stamp of approval. We we gotta get it. We gotta get the disapproval on this one. Sorry, Sasha Bianca. The story, the 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 climb, the uh, everything about the, the accomplishments. Match. Yes. Just start there. The accomplishments yes. as women. Yes. In this line of work, come on, they, made it this big. Like it's amazing. And and they took over the show. Like they took over the show, and it was empowering. Like I shed it a tear. I'm not gonna lie. It was, and you could see it on their face, the emotion. You could feel the electricity and crowd. And we gotta remember something. That was the first. Night back. Yes. You feel? Uh, first pay-per-view back. Excuse me. Pay-per-view. Pay-per-view. First pay-per-view back. So we got to remember that. And we got to cherish that. You know, so I, I think personally, that's just me. I think it was um, Sasha versus Bianca. You know, great story. Great passion. Great, great rain psychology. Just a good match. Um, and I, by the way, I don't like Daniel Bryan or Ed, so that's probably why I'm not high on that match. But Roman stacked them. What do you say? He smashed them, stacked them, and pinned them. So that's, that's right. the best part of the match. All right, let's keep going. Best pay per view of the year, and the winner is AEW's All Out pay per view in Chicago. Honorable mentions: WrestleMania 37, Night One and Two, Crown Jewel, Elimination Chamber. And NXT TakeOver 36. Okay, okay. I'll say this. Um, It seems like you kind of high on Crown Jewel. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm not really that high on Crown Jewel. It's just me, though. Um, Lemonade Chamber was good. I, I don't watch AEW. Like, sir, I, me and my wife very busy. <laughs> it's hard enough for me to keep up with NXT, along with WWE and Raw. <laughs> um, But... So, we'll take your word for it if AEW was good. What do you think the best pay-per-view this year was? Um, hmm. I guess WrestleMania. I mean, it was. Oh, SummerSlam was really good, though. SummerSlam. SummerSlam was good this year, at least to me. Um, all right, we'll leave it right there. So, we can't give a stamp of approval because we don't watch AEW, but we'll take your word for it. So, we're going to keep going on with the rest of your email right now. 
Quick predictions for the day one pay-per-view. Roman Reigns retains. Becky Lynch retains. The Usos retain. The Miz defeats Edge by some sort of hook and crook interference from Maurice. RK Bro retains. Drew McIntyre will defeat Madcap Moss. Eyes rolling, by the way, emoji. And the new WWE champion after winning the Fatal 4-Way will be... Uh-oh. Kevin Owens. Oh, God. <laughs> That's all for now. To all the Patreon subscribers, listeners, hosts, and of course, our host for tonight's mailbag, Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan. Whoop, whoop. And the TakeOver crew. Come on. Happy, happy New Year. Whoop, whoop. All the best in 2022 in achieving your goals and making the most of what life gives you. Peace, mic drop. Peace out, DJ Kuzmo. Thanks for your email, Thank sir. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, everybody. DJ Kuzmo, we appreciate it. Um, let me go down your prediction. Yes. He said, Roman retains. Vegas agrees with you. Becky retains. Vegas agrees with you. Usos retain. Vegas agrees with you. Miz beats Edge. I like for that to happen. Like Dudes. I said, I, yeah, dudes. I am a Miz fan, so yeah, I, I get in the car with you <laughs> for that one. RK Bro retains. Yeah, that's a smart prediction. Drew beat Madcap. That's not even a question. Now, your new WWE champion, Kevin Owens. Mmm, sir. You picked the underdog. I don't know if I can get in the car with Kevin Owens. I personally think Kevin Owens is going to take the fall. You know, I love what Kevin Owens is doing. Mm. I like Kevin Owens. I love, he's funny. He's a great heel. He lies, but he don't. I, I'm in the car for that. Great, great character, great gimmick currently. I, I can't approve. Can you approve Kevin Owens? Champ? No, I'm indifferent on Kevin Owens, period. Like, now nah, I'm gonna be honest, and I'm not trying to rant. I'm not I'm not gonna do that, you guys. I promise. At least not for long. Ha uh-huh. ha. But if Kevin Owens wins that match, Mr. Casual Wrestling fan is livid. And not because I have anything against Kevin Owens because I don't and I think he deserves to be champion you know but I don't think he deserves it more than Seth Rollins and that would really offend me if they put the bet on Kevin Owens and they just leapfrog all the good work that um, Seth Rollins has been doing so in that aspect of it I'm not for it you know I don't want him to get it um, but do I like his character yes is he on another level to me yes does he deserve it? Yes. Does he deserve it in a fatal four-way match in which Seth Rollins is also in that match? No. How about you? Okay. There it is. So, um. Yay. Well, there we go. Mail. There we go. This one comes from Owen South, our resident hill. And guess what, everybody? This is the last email. Last email, you guys. Then you will get our predictions and the mailbag awards for the 2021 year. So we're going to jump straight into, well, hold on. This is my guy, Owen South. This is Sir Owen South. You know, this is the one and only, the great one. This is this is the Resident Hill Owen South. So I want everybody right now to acknowledge my guy, Owen South. And we're going to read his letter in three, two, one. 
Can you smell what your resident hill is cooking? Woo! <laughs> you know, I had to write in today to my man, Sir Casual Wrestling Fans Takeover. I'm sure you and your wife and excited to hear from a man with a brain for once. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> so this week's wrestling sucked. <laughs> Whilst watching Raw, bored out of my mind, I suddenly became overjoyed when seeing we had a whole marriage segment between the best male and female wrestlers of all time. <laughs> I don't know about you two, but rest I was crying until my eyes were red at the beauty of the couple's words. Then Edge had to come in and ruin everything just because his wife doesn't want to come on TV because she's too scared of Maurice. (laughs) Second of all, I'm not from America, but when I eventually visit, remind me to never go to Detroit. (laughs) Not only do they have the worst NFL team in the league... But their fans on Raw were so quiet, it was library setting and ruined AJ Styles' big face return. I couldn't agree more, <laughs> Owen. Yeah, yeah. They, was, they was really quiet. Lord. Anyway, I hope everyone had a terrible Christmas <laughs> and have a terrible New Year because only the best of the best are allowed to have fun. Like me! And like you, Sir Casual Wrestling Fan. I've been your resident heel. Good night. And goodbye. There it is. Thank you, Owen. There it is, Owen South. Uh, Resident Hill, keep writing in. Only the best for the best. And guess what, sir? You the best. Everybody else, <laughs> you ain't nothing. You chop liver compared to Owen South. But anyway, um, let's get on to your email. Do, do, do. Yeah, I will say, we had a couple people say wrestling this week sucked. And, you know, between the holidays and COVID, Lord have mercy. I'm just hoping it doesn't affect day one, right? Right. Yeah, because... But that, let's all hope that at least the wrestler's health is what's most important at I'm, this point. You totally right, and we got to remember that. But let's be honest, because we still might buy tickets to day one. If I buy tickets to day one and Roman Reigns don't show up, I'm living. I'm pissed. You're not pissed? No, because I'm not the type to stick my hand in the cookie jar. Pissed. No. I, what? If we pay tickets to go and Roman ain't having a match, I wouldn't pay tickets until day of. Oh, okay, okay, there it is. All right, with this, with this but for the people that did, but for the people that did, for, for the, the people, people who, who did, already I do paid, feel sympathy for if that's who they were most looking forward to, and like that would really suck. It would. Oh, uh, as far as the men, <laughs> the men's Maurice being the best woman wrestlers all time. I'm I don't no, know about the best. I, the best, cutest couple. There you go. Yeah, cutest couple. Because I'm be honest with you. I didn't have a problem with the Miz if you wanted to ride with the Miz, but Maurice, the best woman, I can't take that from Charlotte. Like, hey. But I will say, yeah. Miz has came a very long way. I like Miz. He has. I like Miz. You know, um, you're not missing nothing if you miss Detroit. Trust me. Yeah, <laughs> ain't missing nothing at all. And they was very quiet. And I remember you had said something about it. You know, I at, did. The, at the beginning of the show, like they're really quiet. I did. I was so curious. I was like, hold on. Like, is the sound cut? What's going on? Right. It was. It was crazy. But um, let me take a second real quick. I'm going to look through to make sure that we didn't miss any emails or didn't come in and I wasn't paying no attention or any of that good stuff. And we are clear. So, Matt said that was it. That's it. So, guess what? It's now time for us to give our predictions. Yay. 
because I know all of y'all have really been dying. And y'all can hold us to it. You can write it down, and you can write in and tell us we was right or wrong. That's okay. We'll take it. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to start with Edge versus Miz. All right, you want... Are we both going to agree? We'll, we'll both agree. Yeah, we both agree. Edge! There it, see, now I want to disagree. But yeah, we're right with Edge. Um, I would like for the Miz to win, but it just... I don't know. No, I'm changing my prediction. Now, Mia's going to win. I think Miz should win. No, Mia's going to win. I thought we were going off who we think is going to win. Mia's going to win. Uh, Mia's going to win. Edge got the last laugh. Okay, true. Mia's going to win that match. And I think they're going to have a, they, we will probably have a blow off at a Royal Rumble. Okay, guys. So, we officially changed our verdict. There it is. We will be transferring our vote onto The Miz. The Miz! Woo! Alright, next one will be RK Bro versus The Street Profits. And this is unanimous. For the Raw Tag Team. Championships. Unanimous. And we go with RK Bro. RK Bro. There it is. Woo, 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 woo. Um... I think they should win. Um, there's a chance they could lose it, but I don't think they're gonna lose to the Street Profits. Um, next, Becky versus Liv for the Raw Women's Championship, and we both agree it's unanimous. We're going with Big Time Bex. Did you even question it? Big Time Bex, Little Time Liv. She's not ready for the spotlight. She's not ready for Big Time Money. She's not ready for the limelight. She's not ready for nothing. She, you know what she's ready for? To go back to NXT. She's That's ready. what she's ready for. And you know what? Let's be honest. It's several NXT stars that I'd much rather see than Liv Morgan like Raquel Gonzalez. I love that girl. Come, come on. Like, she, she, anyway, you know her there. All right. Let's go to the Fatal 4-Way matchup. Big E versus Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley versus Kevin Owens for the WWE Championship. And I'm changing my prediction. <laughs> you can stay with yours, but I'm, I'm rocking this way. Where are you going? I'm going with Seth freaking Rollins. Seth freaking all Rollins. All the way Ooh, You heard that. Keep it in the family. New year, new drill. Seth Rollins. I, you know, I like the prediction, and honestly, I hope that happens. You know, I'm a big Seth Rollins fan, and he deserves it. He has really put in the work, and and he deserves it. But I think Big E will retain. And I know nobody wants to hear that. Neither do I. But I think Big E will retain, and Seth Rollins are taken from him at Royal Rumble, hopefully. And for the main event, the main attraction, you got the reigning, defending, undisputed, uncontroverted, universal champion, Roman Reigns. Versus the Beast Incarnated, Brock Lesnar, for the Universal Championship. And I don't even think you guys even got a question what the prediction is. You know what it is, but go ahead and tell them just in case they're really wondering. Well, this family chose Roman Reigns. Acknowledge him. Acknowledge me. Head of the table. Tribal chief. The one and only. We the ones. Roman Reigns. And so that's how we got day one, you guys. And so before we wrap it up, real quickly, we're going to do our mailbag award show. Woohoo! Yay! Yeah. So, hey, it's been another year, and Matt didn't approve none of this, so I'm coming off my hip, and I do what I want to do. All right? So, first up, we're going to do voice mailer of 
the year. Woo! This goes after the person been giving out good voicemails of the year. And so we're going to let you know who won that in three, two, one. Cal from New York. Cal from New York. Woo! Voicemail of the year. And guess what, Cal from New York? Because you emailed in today and you won this award, you get one free month of Patreon. Guess what? I bet other people wish they'd have wrote in today. Anyway, next, we're going to the emailer of the year. The email of the year. And I don't think this is a hard one. I'm pretty sure you guys already know who the email of the year is. So, once again, drum roll, please. DJ Kuzmo. DJ Kuzmo, email of the year. <laughs> hey, you have the longest email, sir. I don't know how you find the time. I know you're a busy guy. Lord have mercy. Anyway, next up is the Patreon of the Year. Patreon of the Year goes to... Randy the Patron. Randy the Patron, none other. How could it not be Randy Randy the Patron? You're the guy. You're the man. You want to join the the Casual Takeover crew? You can join. We like you, man. You're the blueprint. Hey, the blueprint. <laughs> Sasha Banks. There it is. <laughs> Don't get mad. Don't get mad, Cal from New York. <laughs> anyway, our cheap heat award Uh-oh. goes to none other than the resident heel. Owen South. Woo! Owen South. You can't beat it. Hey, you come in here every week. And you tell people like it is, and they don't want to hear it, but that's okay. We keep listening. All right. Our cheap pop award goes to none other than the lunchable break guy himself, the crisis. Oh, crisis. Woo! All right, you guys. Coming up on our last two. The International Listener Award goes to Jeff from the Philippines. Jeff, hey, just to see if you're listening, we need you to write in. We need to hear a voicemail, sir. And our Lifetime Achievement Award goes to Memphis Mark. We like Memphis Mark, man. Hey, keep calling in. Keep giving us your views. He he does the old school type wrestling, you know, back in the 70s and the 80s. Um, And as far as our last person that's going to win... Our last one of the night will be none other than the resident here, Owen South. Sir, you have won one free month of Patreon. Woo! So you, Owen South and New York Kyle, reach out to Matt on email at WWE, a real WWE podcast at gmail.com and tell them you want to redeem your one free month of Patreon paid for by Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan. And we want to thank everybody for listening tonight. It's been a nice show. Thank you all for um, writing in your emails. We're going to get prepared for day one, the new year. Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, Big E, Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley, Kevin Owens, Little Time Liv, Big Time Bex. Hey, this is a time, good time to be a wrestling fan. We're going right into Royal Rumble, finna head into the WrestleMania season. So let's fasten our seat belts. Let's get ready for some good wrestling entertainment. And um, you got anything for the listeners as we wind up, bro? Well, I do wish a better year ahead for everyone out there. 
Um, we all know that this year and 2020 were both harsh years. So may everyone have a happy new year, a healthy new year, and let's just have some fun and focus on each other as a family and friend environment. I like that, you guys. Let's come together as a community. Um, so let's get ready for day one. Let's get ready for the Royal Rumble coming up. And that will be the next time you hear us will be the Wednesday before the Royal Rumble. So get ready. Get your emails ready for them. We're going to sign off now. Thank you guys for listening to us. And um, we'll catch you guys on the other side. You want to say goodbye to the kind people? Bye. Bye, you guys. Thanks for listening to the WWE Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a show. Or head to wwepodcast.com. And for all of these shows ad-free, head over to patreon.com slash WWE Podcast. Until then, we'll see you next time.